1: Game time decisions.
2: Dog days of summer? Not around here. My ass. The only dog days of summer we know are the underdogs that we're betting on. Although i get my ass handed to me right now in uh, in soccer. I just blindly bet five soccer unders. <laughs> After last night's epic thirteen and one run, wow!
1: It was that's a good run. Yeah, <laughs> thirteen and one, solid.
2: Yeah, I won. Uh, I won uh, thirteen out of fourteen bats placed last
1: night. Super! After the All Star uh, Home Run Derby, what was it? International, uh, all sorts of sports. Was Cricket, this- soccer. What was
2: it? No, it appeared as though last night um, it was Mexican Sports Night. Oh, nice. Yeah, the, the, uh, the Mexican leagues were busy last night. So I bet on, uh, and it's funny, I bet on the Tijuana woman. Tijuana woman's uh, Mexican Pro Soccer League. Uh, Tijuana cashed. Game went under the number, and uh, I bet four four times on the same game. I kept clicking on the under. Under, under, yeah, under, yeah. under. And I took Tijuana, too, and Tijuana won, and the game went under the number. Perfect. And then just by chance, um, it's the Mexican... Um, Basketball League uh, championship. It's the finals. Wow,
1: they're busy last night.
2: Seven game series. And. Uh, <laughs> the game and the pro- it's, it's amazing. Zonkies.
1: <laughs> Zonkies.
2: It's not, it's not donkeys. Not donkeys
1: or zonk. Zonkies. No, no.
2: It's not uh, exactly. Not. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe that. I don't know. Is that what's song? a
1: zonkies? Because I remember. I, I don't know. Know that show with Wayne Brady? Let's make it. I guess it's like when you get something bad. It's called like zonk or something like that. When you're uh, basically let's when make you, a deal. Yeah, yeah. Let's make a deal. Monty when, Hall. Yeah, that's yeah. Monty Hall was the original. But yeah, I think when you go to the the, saw, the the curtains there, you get either the pig, the hay. It's something about zonks being bad. I saw I saw
2: Wayne Brady uh, live actually. Was he good? Yeah, and a very clean sort of... Oh, family fun. Yeah.
1: Family entertainment.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> it's the type of show you could take your mother to. Oh, really? Yeah. That clean. Actually, my mother would probably think he's boring. <laughs> 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 but a, a normal mother, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, <laughs>
1: wow, that Wayne Brady was amazing.
2: He is very talented. Yeah. Like, he asks, he goes in the crowd and stuff, and you know, he'll ask you, what do you do for a living? And you tell him, and he'll start cracking jokes about that, or he could do, like... The guy does it all. Like, he can sing like a rap right away about something. He can sing. He can dance. He can crack jokes. Improv. Every He's got every He's nice. The you know, there's a couple yeah. of people who take a couple of pot shots there. You know what I mean? But nothing real, <laughs> nothing really uh, mean-spirited. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, I saw Penn and Teller. Good? I've seen Penn and Teller. No, I didn't other. know you went
1: to so many shows in,
2: in Vegas. Good yeah. for you, Marancy. Yeah, I saw Penn and Teller. They were okay. Yeah, it was- Magic's not really your thing? It's pretty crazy, you know. I actually like off the top of my head that uh, that I laughed the most. Actually, where I was like, "Oh man, this guy's he's killing me, man. He's killing me." It's really you're gonna laugh when I tell you. Sinbad, really? Oh. <laughs> it's the guys you least expect. Yeah, I saw Sinbad at the Orleans. And, wow, at uh, the Orleans. Yeah, Sin Sinbad just killed it. He, he knocked it out of the park. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was good. Called Seagull
1: Suites. Seagull yeah, Suites, <laughs> <weeks>. amazing.
2: <laughs> That's when you know you got problems in Vegas. When you're living at the old Seagull Suites, I considered it, but fortunately, I didn't get that low. <laughs> For, fortunately. <laughs> so speaking of so, anyways, I'm Gabriel Marazzi alongside Cab uh, Stewart. Yep. Uh, game time decisions, ready and ready, ready. We're going to talk about the Major League Baseball All Star Game. Yes. Like you know, considering American League dominance over the years. Yeah, they've won five in a row, um, and and you know they've dominated over the last twenty years or so. Uh, But, you know, things considering for a supposed quiet time of the year, and it kind of is, but when you're a degenerate like we are, and we're passionate sports fans like we are, there's always something going on, man. Like I said, I got five soccer games in action right now. Scottish action. Scottish action today. Nice. Who do you got? I don't even know. Um, I got uh, Queen. Queen of South and Clyde. Wow, Clyde. Yeah, <laughs> Under two
1: and a half. No, I'm getting killed here. It's not looking good. Too much scoring in the Scottish League. No, I got Cork, Cork defense. Cork City. Cork City's, uh, that's Ireland, is it? Yeah, yeah Cork, Cork City yes. and
2: uh, Warsaw. It's like uh, not, like not Champions League qualifying or something. <laughs> I got under two and a half there. It's one nil there. I got under three and a half in the Crusaders and uh, Rosagard. Dude, I don't know, man. Whatever. I'm just, you know, trying to get through the day, man.
1: Just you know, I'm sorry, Life no, I know, you're man. Just, you know, I mean. So, you know what the problem is? Life's too boring. You, you know what I mean? There's things that you do, and then what do you do? What are you, what are you gonna do? You look well, at I'm the computer, computer. you go, like, oh, oh. okay. Well, I can click on this and I make blame, my
2: afternoon interesting. I blame Sonny Vega for this because I didn't bet all day. I was like, nah, I'll oh. just wait for tonight. I'm not gonna oh, force and it. And he sent
1: you a DM and said, "There's good games
2: on." Or? No, he sent me a tweet saying, "Congratulations! I'm going 13 to one last oh, night." Yeah. Yeah. fueled you. The light bulb went off. I was like, oh, I forgot. I was like, oh, that's right. I went 13 to one. Let me just click on some soccer now. And uh, man, I'm already like oh, I'm zero and one right now. I'm, oh, I'm going to be zero and two actually. Like, I got an under four and a half, and it's uh, it's three one with like fifty eight minutes. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm that's in, an
1: offensive explosion. Yeah, I'm in trouble. No, yeah, maybe put on the brakes with the Scottish league today and enjoy the Mexican. Didn't wise. expect the Scots to score that much. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> 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 much. they're horrible. <laughs> Scottish soccer soccer's There's normally worst. as many goals as there is in the tip jar at the end of the night. <laughs> exactly zero. <laughs> Great call! It's true. Scott's not there. Yeah, leave a tip. No, no, no. I don't think I will. <laughs> You're right. Scottish soccer, like nil 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 yeah. one nil one nil nil nil. Yeah. So speaking of oh, Vegas, what the
2: hell's going on here? Yeah. So speaking of Vegas, um, how about um, I want to bring up uh, Frank Thomas. Oh yeah, Frank. And
1: uh, we hear the uh, the eugenics uh, commercials. I think I need this stuff. I did know I need a lot over forty. Frank's right. I've really hit a wall. <laughs> Excessive. Uh, you've known me to sweat a lot, but uh, yeah, lately it's really been noticeable. I like, love the I'm guy's voice. Shape. Frank's right. Frank's right. Frank's right. <laughs> Frank is right.
2: You know that guy, that voice. I think that's the voice from Cops. The guy uh, from from the TV show Cops who does a uh, Cops will be right back. That guy. He's got that. Uh, he did. Uh, he did one of those. It's either Cops or it's one of those shows. He's got that voice. I'm pretty sure it was Cops. no it wasn't Cops. It was Frank's right. We'll be right back on Fox. <laughs> He's a good voiceover guy, but uh yeah, now I'm getting up there in age, I could use uh, some of that uh Me too uh that stuff and you can't get it in the stores. So, I might uh, take advantage of the discount uh, right here on a fantasy sports uh, yeah, like, uh, radio number. No, right, yeah, for, for the host,
1: like, we wouldn't mind getting like a said, shot.
2: I've seen Frank Thompson in the ad. He goes, You know, after I played, I had a hard time staying in shape. said, so, No, you don't. You're a monster. I've seen you. <laughs> so, um, you know, if he's on this stuff, then it's got to be pretty good. And I it's, agree. It's not
1: a steroid either, right? No, so it just makes you feel better. It's a little boost. <laughs> it's funny you mention that. I just bought, uh, for the first time ever, gave a meal replacement. One of those things I saw Joe having those. Uh, I just tried them. I don't know if they're working too good. No, it's called boost too. I do really know uh, if
2: that's the last thing you need is meal replacement. So you have enough meals? No, that's the thing. I was, no, I, trying I was kinda, to, I'm
1: trying to eat less and, uh, eat, and drink more out. shakes.
2: Yeah. So why don't you just do the uh,
1: the Jenny Craig? It's not that hard. You eat the food, and you lose the weight. <laughs> the thing they don't tell you on those commercials, which is the big fallacy. That sucks. Have you seen it? You get one piece of ravioli. Yeah, you so get one you one get the chocolate thing, cake, cake. They, they show yeah. you that. How did Dan Marino lose the weight? Yeah, because you're getting literally a, a portion the size of a nickel or a quarter. You get one bite. Yeah, brownies are good. One bite brownie. Thanks. That's the thing. It's portion control, man. Anybody can lose weight. I'm just a pig. I like to eat and eat and eat and eat till I till it hurts. All right. So you're trying to cut down on a meal and yeah. you're going with a meal replacement. Yeah, to, I, I, I bought a six pack of those boosts at the store. They're nine ninety nine. I I, I, t- I took the vanilla. It was pretty plain. Got to be honest with you. It's got a lot of sugar in it too. It doesn't really make you feel any better. Have you noticed my sweating? Like I've been dripping? <laughs> it's got a, it's got sodium and sugar in it. It's not really I'm not saying it's a health drink. I, I don't think it I don't think it's really great for you yeah, or anything like that. Maybe you like need that. some fruit. Yeah, fruit's fruit's something I got to get uh, into for sure. I got to eat more
2: fruit. I don't know. I'm the last person to be giving dietary advice to anybody here. That's a good point, but yeah, the last you do have, you do have your shakes uh, every now and then. You're uh, I used to have them daily. I've sort of uh, backed off a little bit. I don't know. A few of them tasted weird, so I left a... You know what I mean? It's the spinach. Gets in your teeth. No, nah, it wasn't a spinach. It was... Uh, I haven't been putting spinach in recently either. I don't know, man. It was just sort of... I had a weird berry taste in my mouth. <laughs> the like, seeds get stuck? No, no. It was just sort of a weird berry taste that I didn't like.
1: I don't know. I drank the same damn... One, like every day for six months. Good call. You can mix it up with banana. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Get, get, a different, uh, get a different parlay going in the blender.
2: Yeah, like I ate the same, you know what I mean? So, you know, I put the same things in it all the time. And you get sick of it. I generally eat the same things all the time, too, man. I've, I do, too. I've eaten bacon and eggs every day for like the last three months. Love bacon and eggs.
1: Can't deny that. Great meal. I'm jealous every time you're cooking it up. When I see those eggs in the, in the frying pan and you're over there, I'm just like, ooh, those eggs look good. <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful. I breakfast. You're you can okay. eat breakfast any time of the day. That's oh, what I uh, love about breakfast. And I do. Two o'clock in the morning, six o'clock in the morning, afternoon breakfast rules. And the Texas toast. God, I love it. It's Delicious. relatively
2: good for you too. Yeah, it's not fun. so bad. Why? You got
1: eggs and toast. Big deal. It's not like uh, you know. There's worse things out there. <laughs> So, Like me last night, plowing wings. That's horrible. I think that's why I got the sweats. So, uh nah, it's just hot, too. Is it? Yeah. Um, watching the home run derby. Yeah, I, I, I had a franchise tag my players last night, Gabe, so it was a, it was a big deal, big deal. <laughs> so, so as I was saying, so, uh, yeah, Frank Thomas.
2: Frank's right. Uh, yeah, Frank Thomas. I used to always see him in Las Vegas all the time. He looks good, too. Yeah, I played blackjack with him once. And uh, so, Frank, uh, Frank Thomas is a pretty... Um, He's a um, big-time—he goes out all the time. Now, I used to run into him quite a bit, so I lived in Vegas for for a few years, so I saw Frank Thomas a lot. But, you know, Frank Thomas hung out at Mandalay Bay, city center area, etc. High-end places. Yeah, he's not hanging out, um, you know, at Powell Station. No. Uh, And He's not hanging out at the Strat, etc. But uh, once I saw Frank Thomas and— I said, "Hey, what's up, Frank? Big fan." And uh, he goes, "Hey, man! He goes, you're that crazy dude on TV." And uh, I was surprised. And but the thing is, he was on the Toronto Blue Jays. That's right. And uh, he said, "He goes, yeah, man. I used to have your show on every day. We used to watch the whole team in the clubhouse." (laughs) And uh, he brought Cam up. He's like, "You and your uh, your big buddy, the red haired guy." He's like, "You're pretty crazy, man. You're always saying crazy things." And he even brought up, like, that, uh, it's funny, because he even brought up that I ripped them a lot. It's true. He goes, uh, he goes, man, we used to laugh. He brought up the Anthopolis. He goes, he used to always rip Anthopolis, and he started laughing. <laughs> the GM And Thomas Thomas goes, yeah, we weren't very good. He started laughing, sort of. But yeah, Alex Anthopolis, the former general manager of the Blue Jays, really didn't like me. <laughs> like
1: He's in Atlanta now. and at once. <laughs> Doing good things with the Braves, too.
2: Once, uh, it was funny, once I saw him at a bar, and I went up to him, and he knew, like, so I was like, hey, Alex, and I was like, what's up, man, and, you know, I was like, you got to come on my show sometime. (laughs) He's like, you got to be effing kidding (laughs) He just called me out right there. He just called (laughs) me (laughs) out, like, I actually, like, laughed and respected him for it. It's nice. Like, he didn't say, like, oh, yeah, we'll see you or whatever. No, No, he said no. He started laughing. He started laughing, man. It was at Wayne Gretzky's bar, Oasis. Oh yes, that's right. We saw J.P. Ricciardi there before too. <laughs> it was it was on the uh, yeah, it was on the uh, rooftop. Yeah, exactly. It was Ricciardi, not yeah, Ricciardi, Antopolis. Ricciardi, yeah. Ricciardi, Ricciardi, yeah, not yeah. Antopolis. I didn't yeah, Ricciardi problem. was
1: with a harem of chicks and yeah, stuff. Yeah, remember
2: I remember that day. My bad, Ricciardi and Antopolis. Exactly. No, it was Ricciardi. I got along with Anthopolis. I didn't have a problem with him. I actually knew Antopolis. Yeah, it was J.P. Ricciardi, who's now I think he's a scout with Tampa. Really, I think yeah. I think, but uh <laughs> but, so yeah. I asked him. He's like, "You got to be effing kidding me, man." We get that a lot, though. I remember me and Cam. We saw Jerome McGinley at a UFC event in Vegas. I asked him on to come on to the show. and He's like, Nah, not a hope in hell." <laughs> he goes, "He goes, I, I think you're all right." He goes, "You guys are funny, yeah. but he goes, I'm yeah. not going on the show." He goes, "It's just too nuts," you know. The funny thing is, I'm like, no, no, man. I said, uh, I said, I'm not crazy at all, man. And then, like, two minutes later, man, the former prime minister of Canada's son walks up to us. And I start yelling at him. Exactly. That was the best. Screw you, Ben. Yeah. (laughs) I start yelling at him. Hey, the taxpayer's dollars, those bribes your father took, did they pay for the trip, Ben? (laughs) Joe McGinley's like, you see, this is why I'm not coming on on the the show. show. (laughs) Amazing. I like Cantopolis. Ricciardi's the guy. Yeah.
3: show and ask your question the number is 844-84-FNTSY that's 844-843-6879 the Fancy Sports Radio Network your free fancy source 24 hours a day
1: Bryce Harper Uh wins the home run derby. He went nuts. Just turned on a switch. Pretty intense. Pretty entertaining. Sure was. His dad's a monster like Frank Thomas. See those pipes? Guy crushes people.
2: Yeah, I'm sure uh, Mr. Harper was real understanding when little Bryce went 0 for 5 as a youngster. (laughs) Dude looked like a psycho. Come
1: over here, little boy.
2: He looked uh, at you. Know what's funny too, because his father nearly choked too, because time was running out, and his father couldn't get it over the plate for a few pitches in a row. He actually nearly hit him once. Like the pressure was on. Boom. The pressure was on, (laughs) and he threw it inside. He nearly hit him. He threw it outside, and uh, you see Harper told him, calm down, calm down, just get it over the plate." But uh, yeah, the home run, uh, the home run derby has really uh, come on over the last couple of years. And the NBA slam
1: dunk um, competition has sort of regressed over the last couple of years. What can you do anymore? Like, blow you blow out candles and cake. You do cars. Like, you got to come up with something. Like, you know. Well, the best
2: players. That's the problem with the NBA. The best players are big pussies. Yeah, they don't participate. Right. Like you'll see, you know, Bryce Harper is a star player. At least he'll play
1: and he'll do the home run derby. He won't do it. He actually said this is like, now that I won, he kind yeah. of like I'm done. Double bat flip, I'm out. Yeah. At least he did it in his backyard. I'm, I'm with you. That was the right thing to do. He won't be doing it again, though. And he said, oh, I love Washington. Yeah, we'll see yeah. if you're
2: even a Washington National yeah. next year. Good points. All right, let's bring Big Man on campus uh, in uh, right now. You can follow him on Twitter at uh, Jeff Naidu. You can uh, find him over at the sportsbookreview.com a YouTube uh, page, Big Man on Campus. What's up, Big Man? How are
4: you guys? Good to talk to you.
1: Nice to talk to you, big man. What's uh, did you hedge out of that uh, Croatia bet uh, with France, or how did the World Cup end for you? Before we get into the football,
4: well, I, I, I didn't actually. I said go big or go home. I, you know, I did put a huge amount on it, so I just I stayed with it. I hit both teams to score, so yeah, that paid for it. But look, it would have been nice to hit. I thought we uh, got a bit of a bad shake with the penalty. I thought the, the free kick to score the first goal was a little weak. Um, wasn't meant to be. Uh, I'm okay with it. I, I generally. On anything above twenty to one, we'll hedge. But I thought I, Cam, I thought Croatia was a, a really good side. I didn't think they're, I thought they're about on the same level as France. It didn't work out, but uh, you know, you go big or go home sometimes.
2: Was it? It was a, it was a, uh, it was a great run for Croatia to get sure to the was. final. They were treated uh, to a uh, heroic welcome uh back home and i think they're still smashing things up in france <laughs> exactly.
1: that's uh, the thing right you what do you do when you lose if you're going to break things when you win that's what i don't understand about this stuff hey eh? like let's trash the town we win we lose burn things yeah i don't know it seems to happen we, everywhere right yeah, well i, I was mean, in vancouver was guy, with yeah. the riots there was a guy on uh
4: on youtube on sunday night that i guess he worked for one of these french tv stations he had like a i guess he said a camera up just like outside his house and I, I was just sitting there watching it, like, watching it for like a half an hour straight, and I was just seeing, like, some weird stuff going on in that, that town. But it was interesting uh, watching uh, that city kind of celebrate. You saw some interesting things. Uh, they, they definitely partied
2: all night. And that was some impressive stuff. And you are, you know, we are speaking yeah. to someone in Philadelphia that didn't yeah. exactly. Like, they like the party? They did exactly. Like, <laughs> stay dignified, <laughs> like, after the Super Bowl here. Like, that's the, you know, like, I saw some people on Twitter, all oh, look at these savage Frenchmen <laughs> in France and all, look at that. Like, they're tearing up, the, you know, country. It's like, yeah, yeah, guys. Yeah. Because that's never happened anywhere else, right? Right, I mean, right It right, happens right. in the right. States. Canadians, supposedly polite Canadians. You know, lose the Stanley Cup Finals, yeah. big man. Oh, yeah. Canadian fans smashed the city. Well, yeah, Vancouver
1: <laughs> blew it up. It was like fires and nuts. Yeah,
2: it's yeah, it just, it is It is what it is. But uh, you know what? I, I don't know. I, I saw this. I'm surprised you weren't there, actually. It was freaking funny. It was over. It was World Cup Sunday. It was in Philadelphia. They actually closed off the street. There was some neighborhood that closed off the street, and they had a giant screen up. But they weren't watching the World Cup Final. They rewatched watched uh, the Super Bowl. <laughs>
1: That's amazing.
2: Did you hear about that, big man? Did you see that? Like, I tweeted about it, and there wasn't yeah, that many yeah. people. There was like 60, you know, 40 dudes or yeah. something like that. Oh, hey, memories! Like, yeah, the street was half empty. That's <laughs> so I was awesome. like, man, these guys are really, really, like, they're really into this. They just can't let it go. Yeah, I, I, I was trying to figure out where exactly it was. I, they didn't really,
4: it I, I looked like Center City somewhere, but yeah, I, I did see that. I, I think it was just one of those things where, hey, you know, let's, uh, I don't, let's do this. I, I don't really know why they did it, but uh, you know that's what, that's what they do in this town. I, listen, I've said before to you, Gabe, uh, I've seen things in this city that I'm not sure I can explain correctly to someone, and they'd believe it. Um, th- this is a weird town. There's a lot of weird things that go on. Um, yeah, I've discussed with you some of the some of the stuff that I've seen in this town. It, it's a weird city.
2: It's a weird um, state. And, it's a weird state. A lot yeah, of weird things yeah, happen right. in Pennsylvania. It's, it's true. Is. Well, it's, no, is. You're
1: right. It's such a diverse state. Like each place of Pennsylvania has got their own got their own thing going on. It's very diverse.
4: Yeah, it's it's definitely an interesting uh, interesting place. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, you know, in Philadelphia and some of the other areas. But yeah, I, I did see that. I I, did, I wasn't able to get over there, but I did see them uh, doing that. Which hey, they wanted to relive it. Uh, they, listen, it was so big for this city. We all know that. And uh, I'll be honest, if it was in my neighborhood, I, I would have probably went and watched
2: it. Uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, uh, Pennsylvania is actually sort of the unofficial birthplace of football, betting, and bookies, yeah. et cetera. Yeah, sure. Like, you would think, like, oh, New York and the no, mob. No, and, I no, not I, understand uh, Pittsburgh. It's, it's the Midwest. Yeah. Like, basically, like, the guys, like, um, like Vaccaro. You know, like, you yep. know, Sonny, Sonny, and, Vaquero, you know Sonny yeah. and Jimmy Vaccaro, yep. right? One of them, yep. the shoe guy in the basketball world. Yep. and and then Jimmy Vaccaro, Oddsmaker, they're from Pittsburgh. I think the guy that created Point Spreads is from Pittsburgh. Really? Yeah. Wow. And there's, like, a few of them from, like, Youngstown, Ohio. It's essentially, like, Midwest old school. And, Gabe, remember we were talking? about know, steel, yeah. like, car factory bookie guys. Nice. You know what I mean? It sort of grew in. And then oh, they- the mob sort of picked those guys to run Vegas for them because nice. they're, like, these guys have been taking action for years in You're Pittsburgh. Right. They know how to do this. It's actually funny when I go to, they were yeah. sort of places the odds makers in in the early
1: Vegas days. are right. so like, Pittsburgh actually is like the big connection to sports. When like. you meet like bosses and high rollers up in the casino, a lot of them are from Pittsburgh. Actually, it's a good point. Detroit, Pittsburgh. It's yeah, weird. It's uh, you know, Youngstown, Ohio, obviously
2: yeah. is a big uh, big True. union sort of uh, mall also, place. but
4: if you if you follow in, in with some of the, the, the underground stuff, I mean, if you remember back in the day, uh, Henry Hill, actually, uh, when he fixed the uh, Boston College uh, team back in the day, the guy that he was dealing with was uh, from Pittsburgh. And if you remember watching the movie Goodfellas, yeah. um, they had a
5: big back in the day. That, <laughs> Karen, right, we, we needed
4: we that. that. <laughs> I was going to
2: sell that to the people of Pittsburgh.
4: <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. And back in the day, they had quite a, a pretty big crime family there back in the day. Not so much anymore, but... Um, and that was what they were known for. You mentioned Vicaro. Obviously, he's from that area. Um, yeah, it's a big area. It's a hub. And this state, in general, in my opinion, if you come to me and say, "What state gambles the most?" I would say Pennsylvania. I It'd mean, there right are so there. many. And then you see yeah, the state, so many
2: the local state, and the casinos and the, and the government. They're, they want eighteen percent, big man. You see this?
1: Eighteen percent.
2: Like wow. they it's almost like the mob is in control and stuff and they, they were like wow no one's ever going to bet with these people. You do It was like a 16% for the uh, the state, 2% for the local. The local district. And, and you also district. have to pay
4: up front to get it, like 10 million
2: dollars or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like a 5 to 10 million dollar uh deposit to open up a sports book. Like they are basically like trying not to do it almost <laughs> like essentially yeah, we tried i mean so why <laughs> well, would not you just shit. go next door to delaware then or why would you just be you're gonna go to jersey you can go anywhere else like it's well, and, i don't and know what the, what, I what, mean, the, what the hell are they thinking in pennsylvania what like what are the politicians thinking there i'm not
4: sure exactly and and i think for, for them i mean and that's where it's going to be a long time until we get it here because and look i don't think betters really care i mean i i, oh, I know God. everyone
5: will kind of blow this
4: out and say but I mean, listen, Gabe. I mean, where I live currently, I mean, every bodega in this town has a bookie in it. It's I like mean, legalizing a, a,
2: weed. People already get weed.
4: Yeah. That's right. They don't, I mean, a, they don't the government. A, that's a great point. That
2: government's yeah. just
1: going to screw it up. That's yeah. the problem. Make it worse. Expensive.
4: I saw a high-ranking politician the other day say that um, you know they're going to start really coming down on gamblers decide to gamble uh, you know, underground and everything, and this is really going to change how they do business. And I'm thinking to myself – well, hey, dude, I don't know if you know, but if I go to the Borgata, it's not going to come to me and say, listen, Jeff, uh, we're going to give you $5,000 credit to bet tonight, and until you get to that point, you don't owe anything. I mean, come on, man. I mean, most people want to bet that way. They don't want to put money up. It's just the truth of the matter. And in this area where I live, Philadelphia, that area, people don't want to put money up. You'll go down to the shore with your family, and you know, you'll go to the books at that point. But when it's 30 degrees out, we're not driving down to the Borgata.
1: Sorry. Yeah, It's, it's just uh, how much. What are the what are the provinces paying with our parlay system? We've been trying to get single game gambling here for how sure. many damn years and how much money it would put in the government's pocket. But these guys are they're, they're afraid of it. Well, they could
2: you know, they already control it, though. Right. Yeah. That's why they they already make money with the parlay system. So they don't want to yeah. give it up. I was surprised to learn that. He, uh, Babano
4: told me that recently. I didn't know that. I didn't know that you didn't have uh sports betting there. I thought it was legal. Uh I, I, I was surprised well, to Well there hear that. I, there I
2: is there is and there isn't, right? Yeah. I mean we go on to like, whatever the, the, the hell we know, line, but, you can bet you can bet on props. I mean you can bet yeah, you, know, you, you have to play a three team parlay or a two uh, football two, yeah. Sure. Two teams. It's so like, that throw line thing. Exactly. It's like a parlay card essentially, right? So technically so you you're you know, betting making a ton on, of money off it. Yeah. And the thing is they're only giving back they're only giving you back four to one for your stake. So you oh, take wow. you take a three team NFL parlay, it says five to one, but one of the stakes is your money. So like if you put twenty dollars on a five to one three team parlay with the government, it'll pay back a hundred dollars. And if that's you, the most you can win. Yeah. If you did it if you did that online, you're probably getting back in between, you know, one thirty and yeah. one forty, right? So yeah. For the casual better that's playing the NFL once a week and he's going to pick up milk for the wife, yeah, yeah. he puts the ten dollar parlay in. Hey, it's fine for you. But if you're if you're a serious gambler, you can't yeah, be, be you can't that. be yeah. giving up twenty cents on the dollar like every day. You now know, do they have
4: an amount you is there an amount you can bet a, up to like? A hundred bucks.
1: hundred bucks is the match. A hundred dollars on one play, but you can go to different stores and do it. Hundred dollars uh, per store. I mean,
2: They used to. There used to be where people would just stand there and give like 20 tickets in a row to bet $2,000. But now they actually freak out and they're like, no, no, no more than $100 per customer. And you got to go store to store to do it. And the problem is, if you win a lot of money too, they're big on questioning you after.
1: Yeah, it happened to me, big man. Ask Gabe. uh, I won $17,000 on a basically it's picking uh, just winners. Every no no spread, right? And a couple underdogs came in. It's called a game called Pools. And then when Gabe and I were working there, they brought me in with two police officers, a tape recorder, and they ask you, did you spend this money, where would you buy this ticket, anybody else involved? They basically shake you down before they cut you a check. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Wow. <laughs> well, they're now, not police officers. Well, they're, they're lottery, lottery officers. Lottery officers. Yeah. yeah. But they got... well, <laughs> you yeah. Being taped in... you're being taped in a room with cameras yeah. and well, stuff. It's
2: very uncomfortable. Well, you made it seem like they call the cops in. Like, they're, now, lottery you know, they're lottery cops. He's like, they bring cops in. They're lottery officials. <laughs> <laughs> like,
4: do you guys have, like, like here we have, like, the scratch-off tickets and, like, the yeah, lottery. We got, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, we got all that loser stuff, too.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No
1: one Nevada. Nevada. No one ever. Crap. Yeah, it sucks.
2: You know, they don't have the lottery. They don't have a lottery in Las Vegas, in Nevada.
1: That's, yeah,
4: interesting. Because oh, sure.
2: the, in. the casinos are like against it, even though it would grossly helped the state. So it's stupid because there's like massive lineups, man, on the border, like of California and Arizona, because they both have lotteries. So, like, the state of Nevada is actually losing money by doing That's a good it. point. They can yeah, put it towards I, other I, stuff, It's right? the casino. It's the casinos that are just so greedy. <laughs> That's pretty greedy. That sure like, is. When you're like, no, 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 no there's no lotteries. No, Everything's no. fine. It's like, you can't even have a Powerball? <laughs> no, no. You want to play a Powerball? You come to a owned property. <laughs> it's just cool. Speaking of Vegas... Real class move here by uh, Mandalay Bay suing the. Uh, oh, I victims. know!
1: Can you believe this? I, I I was absolutely in shock. Suing them? What? Oh, we can't pay out. We can't pay out.
2: Yeah, there's, they're they're not suing them for any money, but they're basically suing them as a precursor, so they so they, for, can't, so get they sued. can't
1: get sued. Exactly. Yeah,
2: they're exactly. suing them to tell them that you can't. You're not sue getting us. a cent from us. Yeah. We're Looks ridiculous. like it won't be heading there anytime soon. They're using the uh, 9-11 terrorist.
1: Uh, defense. It's nothing like it. It's not even in the same realm of... It's, like after totally after
2: 9-11, because yeah. big corporations always win with this stuff, yeah. right? So, after 9-11, basically, like, the buildings could say, we're not liable. So, like, Mandalay Bay is saying, we're not liable for this. It was a terrorist act. We're not liable for it, but I don't know. I mean, considering the guy stayed
1: in your damn hotel exactly. for four days for a long time, walked planning, in and out with
2: more guns than some countries have. It's true. I really mm-hmm. don't see how you're not liable for this. It's a
1: great point, man. <laughs> I, and it's not to compare it to nine eleven. It's nothing, nothing. It's not even the same realm. I don't know. Like it's a, dude, a dude stood in
2: one of your rooms
1: and, and had shot
2: five hundred people
1: yes, with from massive, massive, of, massive arsenal. I weapons. don't really
2: understand how you're not liable. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. In a litigious society, I mean, that's the whole thing, too. We'll move on from this. But one thing I just want to say is, you know, all the stupid conspiracy theories at the time, oh, there was a second shooter on the second second floor, and there was all this other stuff. And why are there holes in the story? The only reason there are holes in the story is because of the liability of this. Yep. Basically, both MGM and the LVPD both don't want to be liable. Right? So, basically, it's... MGM's stance is, you know, the freaking cops should have showed up quicker. And, you know, what what are we supposed to do? We're just, you know, we're just a little hotel casino. It's out of our control. And basically, LVPD is basically trying to see, man, they really yeah. messed this up over here, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? That's true. So that's why they both like there's little holes in the story. People, what are they hiding? What they're hiding is neither exactly. of them want. They say, don't want to pay out. Neither person wants to say, "Yeah, we screwed up at this point. Exactly. This is where we made the mistake," because that's in you know, you know, 500 people got shot. I mean, I don't know how I many know. people died, with 59 people yeah. or something. So it's a lot of losses. Sure is. And I guess you know they figure in today's day and age, guys. It's pretty sick world we live in, big man. But they figure that it's better to get bad publicity for an hour or two than to pay people, yep. right? And people will forget it, dude. You know, people have short attention spans. But I'm not well, going to stay that. there. I'm not going. There. No, I don't. No. Never. I never. Stay. After, After this, I, I don't, no,
1: that's ridiculous. I, I would I have. Do.
2: I wouldn't have like been because I like. I love the place. So I wouldn't have been scared. Oh, I'm not going there because of what happened. Yeah. I would have supported them. But but now now no. with this move and what happens if I get stabbed in the parking lot? Are they gonna sue me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Why are you on our property? Yeah, yeah. Mr. Like, Maranzio, Morency, it was your fault. You were drunk. You got stabbed.
1: you we're suing MJ. We're gonna sue you for bleeding on our concrete. <laughs> like yeah, you know, I'll just I'll go I'll go somewhere else. Never, I've never had good. Uh, Vibes in the in the
2: MGM. Derek Derek Stevens down at the D's not gonna sue me. No,
1: that's a good point. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> I like that part of town anyway. The nugget, the D. That's where I roll. Fremont. Yeah, great publicity. Let's sue people. Come to the I casino, like, get shot. I know I get saw that sued. story today. I was just like just bewildered. I'm like, like you guys, be kidding me. they got shot. Like really Are you know. gonna sue them now? <laughs> it's stupid. It's 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 All
2: right. We're gonna hit the uh, NBA Summer League and uh, Heisman. On the other side. Game time decisions. Ready in Rage Radio continues.
5: Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand?
1: I know you're thinking about it. Yeah, I think this is, this is the one. Killing in the name of. Yeah, yeah that's the one. <laughs> Killing, Killing in the name of. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's got the... This is the one. then it kicks in. All the other ones are the same. It's amazing how similar the intros are. This a little different. Yeah, it's very very similar bass though, and everything. That's the thing about Raging Against the Machine. They had that they had that sound, and they perfected it. What's the singer's name?
2: Zach Roca. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, he
1: can really whale that
2: guy. He's an Ivy Leaguer. He went to like Harvard.
1: Yeah, they're yeah, they're not stupid. These guys are actually pretty smart. Band. It's kind of like uh, Bad Religion, like another one of the band where everyone's got a degree in uh, at a big school.
2: I think I think he's the only one that went to an Ivy yeah, League school. He's like I think the, the, the other guys, guys yeah, went yeah. to community college, I don't <laughs> like know. me. I don't know if they even went to community college. <laughs> not everyone's a community college uh, yeah. grad, such as yourself. <laughs> Thank you, Gabe. All right. well, let's get back to Big Man on Campus. Yes. Uh, just uh, quickly, let us uh, remind. Uh, Let us just remind people, would you uh, bake a cake without a recipe? No. Or would you go to uh, court for uh, pissing in the Buffalo Bills uh, parking lot without a lawyer? Never. Then why would you uh, go into your fantasy football league draft without the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package? Good point. We have a a fantasy Hall of Famer and a number one overall accuracy expert on staff, writing articles, compiling rankings, projecting 2018 statistics, and answering your pre-draft questions. Our company has been nominated for over 60 fantasy industry awards in the last three years. We are here to help you win. Go to rotoexperts.com, use code WINNER to get 10% off and give us the honor of leading you to fantasy glory with the exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. So fantasy football season is right around the corner. Sure is, buddy. Be real careful with uh, Le'Veon Bell, I'll tell you that yeah, much. I know. But, uh, with, uh,
1: one of the owners last night had Le'Veon Bell. He wasn't He wasn't in a good mood. All right, another quick thing, too. Be careful with this All-Star game tonight
2: in the sense when you're betting on uh team to score first and the props and stuff because, ooh, it's in Washington, D.C., right? Did you know? Are you aware, Cam, and everyone listening right now, that the um, – the home team is actually the American League tonight.
1: They bat second? Yes. So the National League opens up at the top? Yes. Wow. Yes. So Chris Sale.
2: Yes. So Sale's out pitching first. Yeah. The four girls at it in the betting. Like, look on yeah. top and the bottom. I don't know why. It's the rotation or whatever. You know, yeah, you're it, right. It's a national
1: on top, American it, it on is, the bottom. It is what it is. Total Both. seven.
2: Even though it's in Washington, the American League is the home team. Tonight. Wow. Wow strange I very strange a little twist of, that's a very
1: yeah, good twist i realized this no, that's last very night. important
2: man that's important including last night i was like, what the hell's it's up with me. this why are they and then i double checked i was like is this just a mistake by the sports books no and no i double checked and uh, no it's a fact so uh, yeah, just a little uh little interesting uh, twist uh there all right um let's uh, speak and uh, let's let's talk some uh, college football man you gotta be kidding me i just lost another soccer total I killed it Scottish, last night. Scottish soccer is it. tough. T- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm getting my ass handed to me. All right. Um, college football season starts on August the 25th. So it's rapidly approaching uh, right now. So I don't think it's out of order to start talking about the Heisman uh, Trophy uh, situation uh, right now. So uh, let's let's jump in here. The favorite is Jonathan Taylor, Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, you know, another one of their Badger running backs. Uh, you got. He's at 7-1. to one. You got Bryce Love in the 8-1 to one, uh, region, Stanford, another uh, running back extraordinaire. I don't, like, this is just name, and, you know, the kid's thrown three passes, and basically he's, the, he's one of the top Heisman. But uh, Tua, the new quarterback uh, for Alabama, Jake Fromm, 12-1. to one. J.K., uh, J.K. Dobbins, I think this kid's actually better than Barrett. Uh is yeah, so Ohio State are gonna be dangerous. This kid's gonna be a good quarterback. It's
1: great great angles that you bring up in Ohio State, like if you look at the team to like they their odds of winning the championship, you get a great player and fourteen to one yeah, there, but right? They don't
2: yeah, but they don't um, Ohio State's never about individualistic guys. There's they mix it up so much. But I'm just stating he's a damn good quarterback. Um and then we got Khalil Tate at fourteen to one, mm-hmm. big man, which I'm actually surprised to see Khalil Tate at fourteen to one right now. I'd have him right up there as the front runner in a seven to one range with Taylor and Love, wouldn't you? I mean, fourteen to one, I think are pretty good odds on Tate right now.
4: Yeah, he'd be my favorite. I mean, uh, I have you know another guy as well, but I mean, you look at what Tate and what he's about to really embark on with Arizona. I mean, first of all, this is a team that was twelfth in the country last year in total offense. We know this Pac-12 isn't one of the mainstay stalwarts defensively. The Stanford's not as good defensively this year. Washington State, some of the other teams. But you look at Gabe and Cam, the coaching moves that Arizona was able to pull off. They get rid of Rich Rod finally. They bring in Kevin Sumlin and Noel Mazone is the big uh, the big get there. He is really, I think, going to unleash the full potential of Khalil Tate. This is a guy that is obviously uh, dealt with quarterbacks like Phillip Rivers um, you know, obviously, uh, Josh Rosen, uh, you know, recently. This is a guy that knows how to get his all out of quarterbacks. This is an offense that's going to hum all season. And, Gabe, I know this is something that you know and, Cam, you know as well. You can kind of mask some things being on those late Pac-12 games. and Some of those games, not everyone's going to see. You can mask maybe a bad game, but you're also going to have the ability early in the season against a Houston out of conference, against some of the really good Pac-12 teams to highlight some really good things you can do. I think this kid's better at throwing the football this year. I think they're going to be a team that's going to be involved in that Pac-12. I think he's got to be the favorite for me. That's a beautiful price on on Khalil Kaneev.
2: Yeah, and we've seen oh. good point about the the staff too, and we've seen Sumlin's uh, won a Heisman for a kid before, Johnny Manziel. Good call. I like someone. Now he goes into the pack, uh, the Pac-12. Good point by Big Man. The defenses will be a little bit down. Well, they're never really great yeah, anyway. They, they usually numbers, suck pretty hard. Yeah, there's there's <laughs> a chance. I like the over seven and a half wins for Arizona this year. Actually, hey Gabe, as well. He's a dangerous quarterback. You know, Big Man. He's the seventh leading rusher in college football. Just uh, that alone. Right. He was the seventh leading rusher in college football he as was a leading, quarterback. He was a leading rusher he even play in every game he was a leading rusher uh as far as quarterbacks and like big man said he can throw it's not like he can't throw like he threw he threw a bit but he just he's so good running but he can throw the ball as well he is a real dual threat um i think he's the guy to beat as well i'm a big bryce love guy you gotta wonder if love can stay healthy the kid's so tough i mean he played injured last year but can he will he be able to stay healthy Jonathan Taylor, I just don't think that the voters will give it to a Wisconsin back because they just look at it as a system yep. situation. Lots of backs at Wisconsin. Alabama's quarterback—that's that's just hype at eight to one. That's ridiculous.
4: That's a, that's a, that is a completely idiotic bet to make. I, I mean, I don't know if anyone knows this. Alabama quarterbacks don't win the Heisman. I don't. I don't know why that kid is eight to one because he had one good half. In a football game, he's 8-1. Get the hell out of here with that. That's a ridiculous price. Look, I'd bet it at 50-1. to one. At 8-1, to one, no way. The concern I have with love, Gabe and Cam, is first of all, you mentioned it, Gabe. He can't stay healthy. And second of all, I'm not as high on Stanford as you are and other people are. I think this team is really going to struggle on defense this year. And what's going to happen is if Stanford's not – necessarily as good as we think they're going to be, Um, that will hurt Bryce Love a little bit. I think Taylor's the second best player in the country just because look at the workload that he's going to get. He's going to put up a lot of yards. He he was only second last year to Rashard Penny as far as rushing yards. We know that they're going to play a lot of high-end football games. And I don't necessarily want Alex Hornibrook leading my offense. I want to deal with my back. I want to have that big offensive line. He's going to have the workload. Is he a sexy player and going to – you know, do all those sort of things. No, but that, that uh, uh, school just produces good running backs. Ron, Dane, Melvin, Enger. We, we know all those great backs they produced. Uh, the love uh, pick is a concern to me for some of the reasons you mentioned. One more thing on Tate as well, guys. Last year, this Arizona team beat out Air Force, Georgia Tech in rushing offense. I mean, this team was third in the country in rushing offense. It's quite amazing what they were able to do on the ground. Um, this kid is a sexy pick uh, to win the Heisman. And I think we see why.
2: A trendy yeah. player that we haven't talked about. and I'm surprised to see his odds at twenty to one because I think Michigan could be a very good football team this year. Yeah. And Shea Patterson at, at twenty to one. I was looking at a lot of guys at Michigan, 20. Michigan are in the playoff mix. He's in the Heisman mix. That's it's sort of it's sort of correlated right there. The two of them. You know Herbert and Oregon's nice. I don't know if he'll stay healthy, and I wonder about crystal Ball coming in here now. Um, a guy that catches my eye here, big man, and just the fact that he plays in the SEC and he's going to put up big numbers is Drew Locke. You know, and I think Missouri are going to be pretty good this year, guys. Actually, and they're going to put up some monster offensive numbers in in a pretty in the biggest hype conference. I don't know if Drew Locke wins, but don't be surprised if Drew Locke gets some Heisman talk uh, mid season as he's racking up big stats, big man. The, the only the only
4: concern I have there, uh, Gabe, is Drew Locke. I feel was. A Josh Heipel guy, and how will he play without Josh Heupel there now that Heupel's moved on? That, that's my only concern with Dulac. He's going to put up numbers. The only thing I'm skeptical with with SEC quarterbacks is the fact that all those defenses are just so good down there, it's hard to really put up a ton of numbers. I agree with you on Patterson. I'm going to come out and say it. And I know you're a Michigan guy. I think Shea Patterson's the most talented quarterback they will ever see at Michigan, and I mean that. This is an absolutely terrific football player, and they are going to be my favorite to win the title this year. Michigan is a really, really good football team. From everywhere you look, they're stacked on offense. They're absolutely stacked on defense. It's Harbaugh's time to put up or shut up. If Jim Harbaugh cannot win something this year, he must be fired. This is the team that will win. They have to win. They need to win. Patterson's a good pick. Uh, the one I go with deep, David cam I would look towards this kid Trevor Lawrence down at Clemson. All indications are he may beat out Kelly Bryant to be their quarterback. And if you're beating out Kelly Bryant to be the quarterback at Clemson, you must be doing something right. Bryant had a pretty good year last year. I'm thinking Dabo Sweeney says, "Listen, you were a good quarterback for us, but you weren't able to get the job done. We're going to go with this kid Trevor Lawrence." And all indications are this kid is a really good football player. Clemson's going to be good. 40 to 1 might be a nice little piece, especially two or three weeks in. You might be looking at a 10 to 1 at that point. 40 to one's a big price on Lawrence if be can that win is, That's a
1: huge price. I was going to say, you, you know how bad West Virginia's defense is, but. Will yeah. Greer, he's got some uh, r- 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 players coming back. He's got Stills and some other guys there. The problem is, big man, when you look at the Mountaineers, their defense is absolutely horrible. But kind of like the way Arizona is, don't you think uh, Greer and West Virginia are going to put up some major points? Won't win enough. That's the problem. That's a, that's the thing for the a high school. point. Well, a, yeah,
4: yeah. Real quick, I, I I think I think we're knocking their defense a little too much. I think Tony is a pretty good coordinator. And let's be real, guys. I mean, d- did Baker Mayfield have a good defense behind him? Um, no, I mean they obviously won a little bit more, but they're going to put up a lot of points. I, I think they could be going into the season. They're a top three offense in the country. They're going to score 48, 50 points a game. That's what Baylor did a couple years ago. I think they're going to be just as good. Uh, he's going to have the option to put up numbers. Are they going to win enough games? Is is the big question? Will Greer will will definitely put up tons of yards. Just are they going to? Is that going to be enough for them to get to the, a big bowl game? I don't I don't think they're good enough. Um, I'd put them probably second or third in that conference. He'll put up numbers. It's you know, Is his team good enough to be relevant?
2: I'm surprised Cam didn't bring up your boy Fitzgerald at Mississippi State. Oh, yeah, Fitzgerald. Nick, you know what a guy that actually yeah. I think we didn't bring up here, and he's 25 to 1, and you just mentioned the school guys, is Oklahoma and Kyler oh, yeah. Murray. You know, we've seen Oklahoma. Oklahoma's been a Heisman Trophy factory, actually. It's true. They're a stat machine. If you're the quarterback for Oklahoma, you're going to put big stats up, big man. You just are. And there's a lot of hype about this kid. We know how good of an athlete he is. I mean, hell, he was the first-round draft pick of the Oakland Athletics uh, this year. He's, he's richer than the coaches. It's one of the weird instances where he's, he got a $5 million signing bonus. All the kids on the team were busting Riley's balls the next day. Hey, he makes more than you. they coach. Kyler's richer than you are. And what's amazing about this Kyler Murray kid is, because even we said, I said at the time, Kid, like, what, what are you going to college for? It's done. Play baseball. You just got drafted. Exactly. I'm like, yeah, it's cool to be an Oklahoma quarterback. He loves football. Number one kid, you're not getting paid to do that. Well, yep. maybe you are. Eventually. <laughs> you're not getting paid, but it's sort of like, you know, you go to college, you get a job offer. You just got the job offer. You, you're you richer already than your head coach is right now. And Lincoln Riley told him, Kyler, go play baseball. Like, just, just- – We won't take it because he he said, Coach, I'm not going to let the team down. I'm not going to leave now just because I got drafted. And Riley told him, I advise you. (laughs) He goes, I advise you to just go and join them now. Go start playing minor league baseball now. He said, no, no, I'm playing football for you guys, and let's let's do this. He obviously has a big insurance policy out and stuff. Good call. You got to like the kid's moxie, big man. And like I said, you know Oklahoma—they're loaded again. They're gonna—the you know, Big Twelve sucks, so Oklahoma's gonna win it again. So Kyler Murray's got a legitimate chance at twenty-five to one, in my opinion.
4: I, I, listen, I get—I get—you I get got to kind of be respect. You respect the kid for wanting to play football, but it, it seems like a pretty dumb decision. If it's me, <laughs> I mean, I think we're all well aware of the the dangers of playing football. Uh, one play can ruin your entire career. Um I think it's incredibly stupid of him to play football. If it was me, um, big man, I, I, if
2: I was him, I'd be on a bus right now in yep. Topeka yeah. minor league. Where, where where do where, I get to my middle? single A affiliate, please? Uh, I'd be exactly, I'd be on the like Jacksonville like jumbo sharks, whatever. Yeah, jumbo Shrimps. Yeah, yeah. The jumbo shrimps. I, I'd be glad to if be I was there.
4: Him. If I was him, I'd be in the Maldives right now for the next two or three months. Like, how many guys on <laughs> Oklahoma
2: on his team are thinking you're God, crazy? This guy's man. a billionaire. Could They'd be thinking kid. you got five million dollars and you're coming to two days in Norman? I, are you crazy?
4: I, mean, I know. And it's not. Like, I mean, this kid. I I, I think we're overrating Kyler Murray a bit. I mean, he's he's a yeah, nice right.
2: player. I, he might be a better baseball player as, than football player. He, you know, he's not a great quarterback. He's just a good athlete. No, he's right? a
4: way better player i mean there is a reason guys that he didn't play at Texas a&m i mean let's remember i mean again i know johnny was there i think his last year but um uh, listen he's a nice player uh, but he could very well be you know just one of these kind of guys just davis webb kind of guys i mean maybe he's good enough but is davis webb that we look at him as like a great player he was a pretty good quarterback he obviously hasn't really done a ton in the nfl to be that main guy but I don't see it. I don't get it. I don't know why you would do this sort of thing. Um, I think they'll be a good football team. But, listen, one wrong injury, you're done.
1: i pass on Kyle. What, what do you guys think about Trace McSorley at 20-1? to 1? I think
2: he's a big game no. quarterback. You, you don't, don't like him? No. People are, people are he, forgetting he about him, but um,
1: I don't think he'll win the Heisman. No, I'm just saying, though, there's but a lot of guys on the list. You're like, he's he guy's been pretty solid. The problem
4: the problem I have with McSorley is, A, he, they lost a lot of players last year giseki has gone. Aadesh uh, and Hamilton's gone. Plus, you lose Joe Moorhead, your offensive coordinator. Um, anytime you see the offensive coordinator leave, that's one of the reasons. As far as um, Drew Locke, I'm not big on. You got to, you know, coordinator leaving. That's big for your, your, you know, how you kind of develop. So I'll pass on that. Uh, I just think there's too many question marks at Penn State. They'll be a good football team, but uh, uh, Joe Moorhead was pretty important to that. Hey, Gabe, real quick. I know we're about to get cut off here. Quickly tonight, Portland summer yeah, league. Yeah. Grab that. Plus two. I love Portland. that play
2: tonight. Yeah, yes. I like that. Uh, like to break the Lakers' tonight. streak. They're both undefeated. Yeah. Lakers have won Josh 11 Hart's straight summer league. league.
4: 11. Josh Hart's a great player Me as well, but Blazers are more
2: deep. A lot more players that take the Blazers. Big man on campus. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage at Radio. We'll talk about uh, the designated hitter on the other side, Pete Annapolis, will join us as well to talk about this NBA Summer League Championship game. Former UMass assistant. Game Time Decisions. Game Time Decisions, Red Rage Radio, level two. Thanks to big men on campus for joining us. Pete Annapolis, former assistant coach with the UMass Minutemen. RDS television analyst, Basketball Lifer, will join us. We'll talk uh, more in depth about the NBA Summer League Championship game uh, this evening. Josh Hart has been absolutely dominating the Summer League. We gave him to you last night in our um, DraftKings lineup. Nice. Went off for 37 real points. Absolutely killed it. Crushed it. You win some money? A couple of bucks. Yeah, that's good. Always in the plus, buddy. I just, the gave, plus. I just gave it all back uh, though right. with, this, uh, yeah, with this the Scottish plus.
1: soccer in the afternoon. Uh, damn uh, Scots! Damn Scots! Yeah. Aberdeen!
2: Yeah, Aberdeen. <laughs> Aberdeen.
1: I'm Aberdeen. I'm Aberdeen! I'm
2: from North Aberdeen. I'm from North Aberdeen. No, no.
1: <laughs> Wait <laughs> a minute. There's when no North, North Aberdeen. Aberdeen. <laughs> That's it. Scots hate Scots. Yeah. That's the be- That's that was the best line. <laughs> Scots hate everybody. Scots yeah. hate Scots. It's so true. <laughs> Scots hate everybody. <laughs>
2: Better. this must be a lot of anger at their soccer team. Oh, games. it's just. Lightly, yeah. even...
1: Well, that's the thing. You're also, the country doesn't have a lot of bread, and you like spend it to go to the soccer match to watch some stiffs playing like a nil nil draw. I don't, I don't know what you're betting on today, but they're scoring
2: goals, goals, which is shocking. I don't know if people realize either, like what, what
1: it's like outside of bars in Glasgow. It's very rough. It's insane. I know. I was actually, for the first time, like, I insane. was scared for my life. It's insane. I was scared for my life. Like, I told you my If bunch... you
2: think Scotland's a bunch of dudes walking no. around with guilt, you're wrong. There's people outside of like pubs and stuff like hitting each other overhead with crowbars yep. like it's way over the top violent my
1: man. buddy like. worked at the costco in scotland in glasgow he got a transfer from uh, outside of toronto to glasgow so i went to visit him for a couple weeks i'll never forget that costco in oh, scotland? Yeah, yeah 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 he works at costco glasgow <laughs> So I went there and he's living in a place behind the tenant's beer factory. Yeah, tenants. Great deal on Haggis. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah great. Great deal on yeah. Haggis, Lightball. Yeah, like the Scots said. Ugh, ugh. Anyway, Gabe, he's in this neighborhood. And I remember I'm walking home at night. He's like, Yeah, you know, he smoked, picked me up a pack of smokes in the store. I see these two netties, these kids, and they're like Puma track suits with pit bulls. And I'm like, "Eh, eh, eh." I got like a couple hundred euro on me. No, you're right. I've left bars there. I don't understand one word they're coming from when they're talking to you. I don't understand everything. I've never seen a country where there was so much blood violence. Whatever. It is a scary, like people are like, ooh, this area is tough. No, Scotland's one of the scariest places in Glasgow that I've ever been to in my life. I was nervous there. Yeah, yeah, they had uh, they a <laughs> lot of pit bulls, a lot of kids, and they, and they like to steal tourist money. I'm telling you. <laughs> You're you right outside of bars, too. You know, Ugh, I very a,
2: mean. I saw a thing on the BBC about it. They were like, all right, we don't know what to do about this. Like, it's actually a major problem. No, it is like their people are just like they're running each other over in cars or smashing bottles over each other's a lot, heads. A lot of anger. Yeah, there's a lot of gangs and sort of hooligans. It's it's just, it's out of control. Edinburgh's a lot softer than Glasgow. They used to sort of have, they had a lot, lot of those problems in England actually before. And it's actually pretty smart. They realized that last call was what was causing the problem.
1: Yeah, so just keep the bar open. Yes. It's actually, let yes. people drink themselves sober. Yeah. No, it's actually no. a great idea. His last call, basically, when you have, yeah! a,
2: you have a uniformity last call, yep. number one, people get smashed before. Yep. Number two. All leaving at the same you time. You have thousands of drunk people colliding, yep. colliding yep. with each other great, on the Great point. After. Great point. It just leads to violence. Yep. You know what I mean? If every bar closes at its own volition, there's never a mass confrontation of a bunch of drunk people on sidewalks. Absolutely brilliant point. And people don't binge drink either. Yeah. End.
1: And you know, and a lot of them are angry. And it's
2: stuff. kind of a weird thing. The more the way you know the human brain works, the more you have something unless you want it. It's sort of that's why buffets work. That's how they don't go out of business yep. unless you go there.
1: Exactly. Um, yeah. Last night <laughs> <that I> was, <laughs> last night the wings and everything was free. I really no, like the them average down. person. You know what I mean? Yep. No, you're right. Absolutely correct. I'll tell you
2: another thing. Like, if you're Cam, if you have a full, like, fridge of beer and stuff. You're not dying for a beer, right? No, when have, I when I look and see one, look, one, look one like, green God. one shining in like, the light, I wish I'm like, I, I, I need had more in beer. There.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's what your mind your mind when you see a little yeah. bit, you want more. Hey, think about this. Exactly. I'm going to equate it to what's happening. In here we have in the world we have opioid problems, especially in Midwest America and huge in Canada. We had over six six hundred deaths. And you know what they're saying? We're just going to legalize drugs. We're going to legal. We're going to legalize drugs. So when you so when you go in there, people aren't afraid. When you need help, we'll send you there because right now you can't go and say, "Hey, I do heroin," or "Hey, I do this." When you're talking to somebody, And actually you know what you when know you, what they should do? It makes a lot of sense, actually, as uh, crazy as it sounds. No, we should
2: put them all in jail.
1: <laughs> put
2: them all in That's jail. That's not good for the taxpayer. Ah, uh, tough. I don't care. Like I love how like the soccer mom who's hopped up on Vicodin yeah. gets like the the tax break. Mm. And the government sympathy break. Meanwhile, uh, you know, Laquan in the hood gets exactly. caught with a rock in his pocket. And he's in jail for 42 years. Yeah, no, it's actually... We had the mother... I like, I like I like how, like, the... It's funny, like, the reversal. No one ever... You know, it's the first time in my life ever I've ever seen the government care about drug use. Good point. In, in a sympathetic role. Normally, it's not, let's jail everybody. You know what I mean? Let's jail everybody. The war on drugs. But now... That it's suburban house coat mom. And uh, you know who pops the most pills? Housewives. You know what state pops the most pills? You know what state has the biggest, like, opioid problem?
1: California? Utah. Utah? Yeah. They're supposed to be, what, the Mormon state? Yeah. Yeah, wow. They don't have any alcohol, then. Uh, So it's pill time. They have booze,
2: but it's not rampant. Um, So, exactly. Pill pop. The so-called... You know, oh, we're, right, we're going to go yeah. go to church. You're all yeah. you're, you guys are popping pills like they're Tic Tacs up there. Yeah. People in Klaus
1: houses shouldn't throw stones. The altitude isn't the only thing that's high in Salt Lake City. <laughs> I just find it funny though how we're going that way now to like, oh, okay. No, okay, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Me too. Yeah, I just I, find it. I it, find just, it, it it's a, it's like out of I blue. just
2: find it hypocritical yeah. that some guy that's a junkie goes to jail but you know oh a, yeah exactly oh my son you know what i mean oh my son was a good boy and he started taking opioids and no oh, you know he started robbing people but he really wasn't like that he needs help
1: i don't know i'm with you just to say before we got in uh gabe when i did my hit with oakley on monday the lady whose kids got shot in the playground was uh on the show and i got to talk it was uh Pretty interesting stuff, talking about, like, community monies to police and whatever. She was a really, really bright lady, man. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on, man. It was nuts. Big man says, Glasgow. It's the roughest town it's in the Celtic. Yeah, it's Celtic versus Rangers there, buddy. It's Protestant and Catholic still. It's nuts. So you're people... You're. you're what are What you, a Ranger? Yeah, I'm Rangers, man. But the thing is, I'm not going to, like, unlike my buddy, I remember we're at, a, we're at a TFC game, and the guy, we're having a good time, and the guy comes in a Celtic jersey. He's like, F you. I go, this isn't... This Nineteen thirty, there, Bill. Like, you should you know have I mean? told him. Listen, you're not in Glasgow. Yeah, now. exactly. Like, and he's not even strong either. Like this guy in the, the this <laughs> he's guy, running this guy mouth yeah, mouth. yeah, the guy in the Celtic jersey. I was kind of thinking, you know what? I don't really like your jersey, or whatever. But if you punch my buddy in the face, he kind of deserves it. He started a fight with you, like you know what I mean. And and this soccer crap. You know what the best thing about it is? They, both, they both suck. People, <laughs> people shouldn't. Uh, people, well, Celtic don't. Suck.
2: Celtic blow. Their Rangers weren't even in the league.
1: They got relegated <laughs> for all. Shorts of hijinks. Listen,
2: I see the TFC fans. I live right near the stadium, and I was seeing them wearing different club jerseys. Yeah, that's they, a bad idea. I actually thought that before. I, I've seen dudes like they're wearing AC Milan stuff, and I'm thinking, dude, you're just gonna upset an inner fan. Bro. Exactly. It's like just wear, Porto wear a TFC yeah. or nothing. Yeah. All right? that's the like, thing. they you're walk, not going to that's yeah, the thing. They go to a Juventus game, wear a yeah. Juventus jersey. You're, you're going to a in, TFC game. Guys
1: walking in with Celtic jerseys at a TFC hey, game, wait, off. waiting for Rangers fan to come so we can have a fight. You know, it's like okay, I get it. Like, you tell me if this isn't the way it rolls yeah, here. Yeah, like buddy, we're, we're 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 in Toronto. We're not in. We're not. And the funny thing is, this this Catholicism versus Protestant wars. This shit's been going on for so. Like, get over it, man. Like, it's, it, enough is enough.
2: No, know, a dude. Actually that went to uh, Scotland. May rest in peace, Duncan. He actually passed away. Such a Scottish guy. Oh, Dun- Duncan is the best yeah, Duncan, Scottish yeah, name. One of my buddies is named Duncan. Duncan. He's
1: like, he—he's he, from Aberdeen. <laughs> Duncan.
2: <laughs> yeah, I knew a dude named Duncan. Duncan. Oh, that's the yeah, best. Yeah, I knew he was younger. A guy oh. died like when I was teenagers type thing, what unfortunately. Great, great name. But uh, I remember he went. He went to Scotland and he came back and he, he went to a, saw he went to a ranger yeah, my buddy Celtic had season tickets. He went to a game and he came back. And he was like, "Oh man," he goes. I never seen anything like it. He goes. So when I went to the box office to get tickets, they they asked me like, "Who are, what who s- do you support? What side are you on?" Yeah. And he told them, "I'm Scottish Canadian." He goes, "I don't know. Yeah. Like I don't really. I'm just here, man, as a tour. Like I'm just here." Yeah, to- you blue or green, buddy? Yeah. yeah. So they, yeah. He, and he told them, "I'm not really a Ranger or a Celtic fan. Like you know, is there a neutral?" And they're like, "No, there's no neutral." Hurts. And then the guy the guy actually just asked him at the ticket booth. He said, listen, son, are you Protestant or Catholic? Catholic. You know what I mean? <laughs> Duncan's like, well, I'm Protestant. Yeah, you're Rangers. So he said, you sit with the Ranger fans. <laughs> yeah, like, like, so he's like, man. And he was talking about, like, they were throwing things, and they had, like, a fence up and stuff. No, it's, like, nuts, it's nuts. He's like, they, had, they were separated by cops. Oh, I know. He's like, he's like, you're not allowed on the other side of the stadium. There was cops blocking, so you can't walk. So like basically they put you're trapped on one side of the stadium and if you want to go for a walk no 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 there's like 40 riot cops and in your and they and the thing They're is not gonna
1: let you you're get right through. and when you're and when you're a tourist there you don't understand that that's a Celtic borough or a Rangers borough right each area well, it's has a it's like, little thing so you're sitting there Dude, whatever you just don't you can, wear anything that's the thing if you're a tourist and you're walking around in Scottish gear like if you're a Ranger fan and you happen to stumble drunk into Celtic Damn, territory lived, well you might get uh, robbed
2: I lived in, up. I lived in Los Angeles in the late 80s in the middle of the, middle of the gang yeah, crazy movie, colors and all that. Yep. I do. I remember. The same thing, man. I'm wearing like a, I'm wearing like a Clippers red t-shirt somewhere. Yeah. My buddy tells me he goes, "Bro, this is this is crypto territory." Peritoria. Yeah. It's... He goes, "That red t-shirt's not good." I'm like, "Man, it's like LA Clippers yeah. t-shirt." <laughs> He's, <laughs> He's like, "I broke. don't care." He's, He's like, "Neutral no, colors." No, no. He goes, "You can't wear the red man around here." He That's goes, so "Bro, bad. man, and he goes, "That's why we're getting looked at now." And finally, I didn't have a choice. I had to take sides. So finally,
1: <laughs> what gear? Did, what colored gear? yeah, gear, yeah, yeah, most yeah, of, yeah, yeah. My yeah. best
2: gear is this color. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I don't get shot now. But in L.A., I was on Team Crip. Crip. Yeah. I was with the Crip because <laughs> they ran my name, and they were in my neighborhood. And uh, you can wear Dodger gear. But, like, people would get shot in stuff for
1: wearing the wrong colors, Were right? Were you telling me you like that they like the KC Killer Crips for the KC Royals? Yeah, I didn't yeah, know that.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, why are
1: there Royals? Because it was cool because
2: I used to wear a Dodger because yeah. I was worried. I asked yeah. someone. I was like, well, can I wear a damn Dodger hat? Like, you know, because it's all, now I'm gonna, you know what I mean? And they're like, yeah, yeah, Dodgers is cool because it's the local team and whatever. Yeah. Everyone likes the Dodgers. And then, plus, secondly, exactly, the Crips don't wear Dodger hats. They wear Kansas City Royal hats. <laughs> Very, you know, you figure in LA, blue and stuff. Yeah. They don't. They wear Kansas City K- Royal hats. KC, KC yeah. stands for Killer Crip. Makes sense. Yeah, and the Bloods, uh, they're all wearing Cincinnati Red hats and stuff. Really,
1: not all of them, but interesting red versus blue it's always about colors it's always about colors i love
2: when they busted one of the somalian pirates like uh, you know when the somalian pirates like steel yes that's right they like hijack ships and yeah, stuff exactly. Like, they're third reckless on the sea <laughs> couple once months, there was a mugshot of the somalian pirate in a pittsburgh pirate That's <laughs>
1: yar <I was> <laughs>
5: That's the best. You're pirate. a Somali pirate. I'm a
2: pirate. The pirates, like, had to release like a statement. We have no affiliation <laughs> with yeah, this yeah. Pirate. We have no affiliation <laughs> with any terrorist group or any Somalian warlords. Because <laughs> <Like>, it, <laughs> it seems to be a theme that these guys like wear pirate. are pirates. A, I don't know. I guess they got a kick out of these pirates. It's, exactly. Uh, it's
1: awesome. If you were a pirate, you'd wear pirate gear.
2: <laughs> and like, I do I know this. You know, I know that we can't judge this by saying this. But you, you've seen this, Kevin. Listen, you lived. You lived up in the Northwest Territory. Yellowknife. Yes, so, I did. I swear to God, when people say, you know what about the uh, like the Blackhawks and the Redskins and the, and these names and the logos and stuff, I always see like almost every native that I see in downtown well, they, they wear native gear, has a Blackhawk oh, yeah. jacket
1: or a Redskin hat. You said it, man. When I was but, living, when I was living there, whenever
2: I hear, ah, yeah. they hate. I'm like, well. No man, not not everyone
1: does. Some of them like wear it, right? Like it's you know. (laughs) No, no, it's crazy. Like the the, the guy on the street, he'd have Atlanta Braves. Like anything to do with like nate like Indians, like you'd have a team like that. If it was college Seminoles. Like it was just no, you're right. Like it's funny, like people are like, Oh, the names are so insulting. I'm like, These people are native Americans wearing the the gear. And the Redskins don't like the Cowboys. That's their rivals. So you want to beat the Cowboys. I agree. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) You're right. Redskins, though, is a name that's kind No, no, I... Listen, like, I, Redskins is one I'm of those... Ones, that's names. where I draw... I, I have no problem with Blackhawks. No, the Blackhawks are fine. Like, those are good names. The Black Seminoles? Hawks, the Blackhawks, not an insult. Redskins is an insult. Yeah, no, like, Redskins, Iron Maiden, the Redskins are coming.
2: I personally believe, and I've said this before, yeah. and I don't care if I get called a big yeah. pinko commie for yeah. it,
1: but they should change the name yes. of the Washington that's, football team. That's where you have to... Yeah, the, the In Redsk- my opinion. Yes. I, I you know what? I mean, actually, I used to say, "Nah, don't worry about it." But the more I think about it, it's yes, it, that that's a fe- it's an offensive term, and I'm not a, you know me. I'm not I'm not that way either. I usually let things. You roll.
2: know now what they're debating is uh, they might change the name of the Edmonton
1: Eskimos. Eskimos isn't the same as Redskins though, because it's an Eskimo community. I Redskins know, is, is th- a derogatory name for. and is. It. Isn't, it is. isn't. Yeah, I for a guy that's lived up there, Gabe, it's it's they're torn. It's a tough one. Like they're torn yeah, locally. You know,
2: I can, yeah, I can see that. Like the Edmonton Eskimos' new owner is very, very politically correct, mm. and he has no problem like changing the name. He's the first guy to go up. He went to the Inuit. He's the first guy to go he up yeah, there in the High Arctic, yeah, to go up there in twenty years, really. And he basically asked them, "Yeah, what do you feel? Does about it this? bother you? Do you like this? Do you not like it? Like, you know, basically, you know." So, and he's. He didn't say what they said. He said he, they got diverse type of answers. I get the feeling they're going to change the name.
1: Interesting, like, very interesting. When I was up there, Gabe, I went to a place called Pelly Bay on the Arctic Ocean, and these kids were playing basketball. They were literally like four foot eight. Like they jumped and can kind like. Of, I've never seen kids with, tre- like, you see LeBron James. Like, he's got those tree trunk legs because these kids do this sport called Alaskan high kick where oh, you yeah. jump off of one leg and you yeah, kick that's it. crazy. So, I was taking pictures of it. stuff. These guys are dunking, it's and big, they're like, oh, it's be amazing. good rugby players. Oh, yeah, they'd be amazing rugby players. Yeah, but the thing is,
2: like, okay, is it acceptable? And No, it isn't acceptable. Look, Bomardi Jones. Yeah, Jones wore the Cleveland Caucasian t-shirt on TV. (laughs) ESPN flipped. I know they did. (laughs) They never, like, Bomani's pretty controversial. They never threatened to fire him. Like, they basically told him, you don't get rid of that. One more time with the Caucasians, you gone. Like, they told him, you cannot wear that t-shirt ever again. (laughs) It was a good t-shirt. Bomani's always rocking the boat. And even (laughs) that, they were like, no, no, right? So what, it's okay to have a team called the Redskins, but not the Caucasians? Exactly, right? the Hamilton Hockey.
3: Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fancy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network Your free fantasy source 24 hours a day
1: up not sure same one it is da, 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 da. We're, unless we're losing our mind because every three rage songs have fused yeah, into that let's one let's just move I, on i don't know what's going on but i, I i'm hearing this song in my nightmares now uh, we got a lot of stuff to get to actually
2: yes. but uh, we'll get to some basketball uh, right now i want to talk about terrell owens a little bit uh go on, go on. Thinking he's going to go to the Canadian Football League. Well, Terrell Owens uh, wants to play
1: football, yeah. and uh, Garren Damte, you no know, NFL team is signing him. No, so well, what well, you think he's going to go and uh, just step in and go? You know what? I'm ready to play football for the Edmonton Eskimos of the Canadian Football League.
2: I think he'll want to, and I think he'll he'll attempt to, and then. He'll realize that he's like fifth or sixth on the depth chart, and he's 44 years
1: old. To that, to that point, Morenz, a guy that's like complaining about to get in the Hall of Fame, going to the Canadian League. I think he's just—it's a lot of squawk and talk right now. I don't think it's going to follow through on it. That's 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 my take on it. I don't, and I'm with you. Sounds like he, a bet. And he thinks he can beat these sounds, guys out sounds, for a job. Sounds like a bet. Well, Will Terrell Owens playing a one regular season game for the Edmonton Eskimos? No, I'm not saying he'll play. I'm saying he'll sign with him. Well, he has to sign to do something else.
2: My bet is he signs the Canadian Football League team. The bet, I'm not Basically, gonna, listen, I, I'm as just, of yesterday, they have 10 days. They have 10 days to sign him. If they don't, then he becomes a, a free agent in the Canadian Football League. Yep. My guess is the Montreal Alouettes will offer him a ton of money, and he'll play for the same team that his good friend Ocho Cinco played for. Let's bring in P. Annapolis right now. RDS Television, former assistant coach with the UMass Minutemen, Terrell Owens on the Alouettes, uh, Pete. i will buy a jersey.
6: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll buy him some cigars, too. There'll be a lot of cigar smoking with T.O. back here.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, people. Uh, you really believe he's going to play for the, that's that's the prediction. That's wow. my bold prediction. Wow, that's, that, that is bold. Well, the thing is, the Edmonton Eskimos, this isn't really in their M.O., they have his rights, though, as of now, within yeah. the 10 days. Yeah. Yes.
2: So, I don't know. Maybe the, the thing is, the Eskimos already sell tickets, right? Like, they're yeah. not really a PR type of team. And Montreal's really struggling. Montreal is a PR team. Yeah. Montreal signed Michael Sam, right? Montreal yeah. brought in Ocho Cinco. This Correct. is right in their wheelhouse. Very good points. And Ocho Cinco's good friends with Terrell Owens. And whatever, man. T.O. is going to like the city of Montreal and the, um, the nightlife and the ladies uh, in the city of Montreal. So uh, nevertheless, speaking of nightlife and uh, ladies, Las Vegas, the NBA Summer League comes to a close uh, here tonight, uh, Pete. And it's interesting, last year the Lakers had a great uh, Summer League and Lonzo Ball actually won the uh, the Summer League MVP. And um, you know, can almost guarantee that they're going to have the MVP again. Before we get into the game, i got to tell you, Josh Hart's really raised the level of his game. It'll be interesting to see if this continues into his uh, his sophomore season in the, in the NBA, Pete. But what's your take on uh, Josh Hart just killing it in the summer league? And do you think this continues, and do you think he's going to turn into a, a top-notch NBA player?
6: Well, when you look at Josh Hart, I mean, first thing, uh, versatility. The kid could play multiple positions. Um, he plays the game the right way, speaking to a couple of assistant coaches of Villanova. He was the most competitive guy they've ever had. Every single drill, every single practice uh, He wanted to win every single sprint. So uh, and the other thing guys, he's 23 years old, right? So you're talking about a four-year senior last year played in the NBA now a second year The second year guys in the NBA dominate summer league. It's been like that traditionally, but here's a kid hard that plays the game the right way Um, He's a guy that's really raising his stock and when you look as a coach and Luke Walton, I mean, sometimes you got those first round picks and, and you, you, you got, you got to play guys with the big contracts, but at the end of the day, when the game's on the line, Josh Hart makes winning plays. And Alonzo ball, if you ask me who would, I would take today, Alonzo ball or Josh Hart, uh, I'm taking Lonzo No, I'm taking Josh Hart. And it's not even a question. Just because if not only uh, you don't want Lonzo balls off the court uh, antics, Hart's a better player, offensively, defensively, and in the leadership category. So um, let's see what's going to look like playing next to LeBron and the new look Lakers. But he's going to make some serious money down the road, whether it's in L.A. or an NBA team will pick him up. Because those intangibles of the way he plays the game, uh, you just can't buy those today in the game today.
2: There's been a lot of kids and a lot of sort of... um no-name guys or non-high-profile players that have really made a name for themselves over the last couple of weeks. And uh, another kid uh, that we're talking about here is this Wraithan Mays kid, who I really don't know much about, to be honest, uh, Pete. But, uh, you know, he's he's been stepping up uh, big uh, for the Lakers as well. And then you get, the, um, you get the Portland Trailblazers who have had a hell of a run here. Both these teams haven't lost a single game uh, in summer league play. Tonight's the championship. Says
1: the Lakers have won 11 straight games in Vegas. Yeah, because summer Le- yeah. going back to last year, That's too. That's the thing, yeah, with Kuzma and Ball. Like, this team, like, it's amazing. These guys just play so good in the Summer League. It's weird. I think, though, I think that the Blazers
2: are going to win tonight. Um, the Blazers, this is why the Blazers are doing so well here. They've got 11 guys that they've been playing, 11 rotation players, nine
1: of them. Our second year or third year guys, etc. Another point, Gabe. Portland, when they played their game versus Memphis, they out-rebounded them 45 like 25. They're all over the glass. Well, it's funny you say that. And you know what, Pete? Swanigan. Swanigan yes. Swanigan's been killing it here. He's leading
2: the NBA Summer League with 11 rebounds per game, Pete. Uh, Swanigan, Purdue.
6: Yeah, no question. He, You know, Caleb, what a story about him. Uh, living off the streets, foster care, and then to become a star at Purdue. originally was supposed to go play for Tom Izzo, Michigan State. And
2: wasn't he, he like a makers. big kid, too? Wasn't he like a kind of like, uh, like little close Trump, to a beast? Little, no, little I, Trump, I think he, he was like, I think he was like yeah. 350 pounds or wow, something crazy. I could it? be wrong, though, right? Didn't he lose like a lot of you weight, Pete?
6: He was like the, the, you know, remember Robert Tractor Trailer? Uh, rest in Peace for Michigan. Yeah. Uh, same type of body weight, same type of skill set, right? Really skilled with their feet and their hands. And Swanigan really made himself into a first round pick. And, you know, 21.16 rebounds the other day against uh, Memphis in the semifinals. He's a guy, listen, um, if he continues to control his weight and really could shoot the outside shot, I mean, he'll get more minutes. But listen, in the NBA today, guys, it's, a, it's about specialty. And if you do something really well, continue doing it because you're going to get paid. And Swanigan could rebound the basketball. So uh, coaches love that. I mentioned that about Hart, the way he plays the game. Swanigan's another guy. He, he loves the Windex. He's all about getting all that glass. So uh, I, when you look at Portland, I agree with Gabe. I think I think they're going to take it tonight, uh, even though Hart has been outstanding. Um, you know, you look at Zach Collins from Gonzaga, another guy. You know, first-round pick. John Jenkins trying to get back into the NBA. He was the first-round pick from Atlanta 2013. I mean, Wade Baldwin is playing outstanding. Another kid from Vanderbilt. You know, Archie Goodwin, remember him from Kentucky? Uh, yep. He's the guy that put up 22 points. I mean, they got a lot of talented Wade guys Baldwin.
2: There. Wade Baldwin. Yeah. Vanderbilt's having a hell of a little I, like, I used to, We used
1: to like him. Remember on the, those old Vanderbilt teams? Yeah, Wade, call. Wade
2: Baldwin's the fourth. having a nice tournament. Isn't he Wade Baldwin yes. the fourth? Yeah, I, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, Wade Baldwin the fourth. Yeah.
6: That's, oh, that's and listen, guys, they got a guy, you know, you always want, you know, you always win when you got a Greek guy on the team. George's Papa Giannis is on the team. Doesn't play too much, but hey, you know what? I'll give him a little plug there. Another guy who's got some talent. It's a stacked team. Uh, and, and Portland, you know what? They're trying to get to the next level. They want to get that culture of winning, but it should be a really interesting game. But, you know, when you mentioned about Xavier and Ray Tom Mays, he's a Toronto kid, right? And uh, it's funny, you know, there was a documentary, uh, a fifth estate on Roe Russell about you know certain kids being misled, and his mother called out, Roe Russell called out the system, wanted her son, put up her house for her son to make the NBA. He plays at Florida State, has a good career, declares early, bumps around with the Knicks, uh, Westchester not a team in the G League, I think he's a guy that is a bubble NBA guy, but he's talented, he's smooth. And with Caruso being injured, potentially not playing again tonight, this is an opportunity for him to get more minutes. So uh, let's see if he steps up to the plate tonight. But uh, another Canadian kid who's doing good things. Hopefully he can find uh, a a full-time gig in the NBA.
2: Speaking of which, the Toronto Raptors. Uh, because after after the summer league, basically these teams they have to decide whether they offer players contracts yep. or not. Otherwise, they get uh, their their free agents as well. It's funny we were just talking about Wade Baldwin the fourth. Yep. Uh, Raptors supposedly are going to grab Wade Baldwin if the Blazers don't offer him a a contract hmm. or a two way contract, whatever. Raptors However, do good
1: like, with that with the, with those moves too.
2: Yeah, they're the king of. Like, yeah, 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 but we need you know. <laughs> Uh, where's Kawhi Leonard? <laughs> That's the thing. Wade Bowman's not going to get you to the next level, but <laughs> are you buying this Kawhi letter to the Raptors stuff, Pete?
6: Uh, I am. I am. My sources are telling me, and I, and knowing Masai Ujiri, right, when he's quiet, it means he's really working. Uh, and he's never been afraid to make big moves and big trades. Starting when he dealt Carmelo Anthony, got all those assets in return. The guys, fired um, two coach
2: yeah. of the years. So, yeah, he's not. He's not scared to. No, right? <laughs> good call. <laughs>
6: Yeah, so I I think, you know, once LeBron James decided to go west, the door is open now for these teams. And again, Boston are the cream of the crop, and I understand that they went to the Eastern Conference Finals without Kyrie and Hayward, and they'll be up there. But you put Philadelphia next to Toronto, I'm sorry, I'm taking Toronto with the team that's now. I don't trust Embiid and Simmons for another 82 games, and they lost Ilyasova, they lost some key players, Bellinelli as well, but here's the opportunity. There's Maasai initially wanted to keep this score one more year. They bring in Nick Nurse. They'll have a little bit changes. They're going to run and gun a little bit more. He wants to challenge the Rosen to play defensively. But Maasai might trade Larry or the Rosen now, even if it's just for a one-year rental. And we've seen what happens sometimes with those one-year rentals. Some guys will say, hey, I can get the most money here, and I'll just stick around like we've seen Paul George do uh, with OKC. But having said that, uh, I don't think the Spurs want to send them to the Lakers and they're asking for the moon as they should. And I don't think the Sixers are going to part ways with Embiid or with Simmons. So, you know, what, what does San Antonio want from there? You know, the point guard that can't shoot, Markel Foltz. The Croatian that, you know, is pretty good, Cyrich, but, you know, I think that they're, they're making the right moves and Masai here, if he can swing it, uh, man, can you imagine Kawhi being as a Raptor playing in the Eastern Conference. That would be incredible. I still think he stays with San Antonio, but I think the, the Raptors are serious players here, gentlemen.
2: Pete Annapolis with us. Yeah, Gabe, we were talk-
1: we, Gabe and I were talking, though, Pete, like in the deal, you know it's going to be uh, Lowry or DeRozan. We, we would say Lowry because of the contract status. It makes a lot more sense, but you know with DeRozan, he's had some anger with the club. What do you think? Like what kind of package would, would you include Lowry or DeRozan? Because I'm thinking Lowry would be the guy in the deal.
6: I think ultimately, if you're Masayu Jury you probably want to. You know, you're gonna you're gonna have to send OG Anunobi. I think that's the guy that they want in return. First year player from Indiana, a lot of potential. They love what he could bring. I wouldn't um, do it. You, pro- you probably probably would want to send Valentinus that way as well. Um, probably want to keep Lowry the Rose, and if you can, and then have those two with Kawhi Leonard. Then you know, then you're talking serious stuff about you know winning the East and competing against Golden State. But I think. If you have one of the two, probably Lowry's the guy you want to let go uh, because you have the depth and the quality and the backups of Delon Wright and and. But Fred we and
2: say Lee. that we say that Pete, but I get the feeling, and where there's smoke, there's fire. That Masai Ujiri's not a massive DeMar DeRozan fan. Yeah. There was the 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 murmurs and the whispers last year that he was trying to trade DeRozan to the Knicks. That he floated DeRozan out there before. You know, and there seemed to be animosity. You talked about him not playing defense. You know, there was the report that Masai Ujiri, the night after when LeBron hit the shot at the buzzer, that Masai snapped and went into the room and freaked out. How the hell do we not double-team LeBron? How the hell do we let him walk the ball up the court? And I'm sick and tired of DeMar DeRozan. And basically, then we saw DeMar got benched after. And Masai was hurt. You know, DeMar never plays defense. He's not doing this. I told you. And... I don't know. I seem to, I guess I just get the feeling. It seems to listen, if I'm running a team and I'm doing this deal, I'm with you. It's kind of pointless if you lose the if you lose Lowry to Rosen to get Kawhi for a year. The whole point to get him for the year is to go for it. Yep. Right? But at the same point in time, Masayu Jerry does weird things. He's fired George Carl's coach of the year, he fired Dwayne Casey as coach of the year. It wouldn't shock me if he did trade um DeMarco Rosen. Rosen yeah. And then DeMar scratching his Instagram clean last week was uh, freaking everyone out, too. But who knows, man? One thing before we get well, out of here, Pete. Thing. Sorry, what yeah. were you going to say?
6: No, I was just going to say, like, DeRozan has struggled in the playoffs for so many years. Up until the last couple of years, he played a little bit better. But if you ask people around the league, I mean, DeRozan is a one-dimensional player. I mean, he's going to go right. He's going to get his points. He's going to get a high-velocity, high-field goal high field goals but you know he doesn't play defense doesn't really shoot the three ball and is he a superstar no is he going to get you the shots that you win to win the game they needed one guy to make one basket in game one right remember against cleveland one basket guys you win the game, game, game lead shooting the three cj miles is missing a shot where's the rosen take the shot make the shot I'm bad, uh, bad memories
1: gonna... pete they should
2: that's the thing. game one was just the whole it uh, set the
1: whole damn vibe
2: So as far as Kawhi Leonard is concerned, we heard on the sports update uh, here a couple of minutes ago that Kawhi Leonard is um, looking and considering. He didn't confirm, but the Kawhi Leonard uh, could show up next week in Vegas with the U.S. US national team and at least work out and, you know, participate in the U.S. uh, national team's uh, camp, which to me, I mean, I guess it's a positive sign – I think it's Kawhi Leonard showing other people in the NBA. I can still play? That Yeah, look, I'm not dead. Here I am, and I'm not crazy. Like, you know, Kawhi Leonard, one of the reasons, I've always liked Kawhi. I'm, you know, I'm not going to lose all respect for him, how he's handled this. It is what it is. I don't know all the details. But you know one thing about Kawhi, Pete, he doesn't smile, all right? You can't tell, like, after he won a title or whether they just lost a game. Like, he always has the same look, and it actually annoys his, and like – his teammates get annoyed, but they also think it's funny. Like, they're like, dude, like, are you like a freaking robot? Like, you never talk. You don't smile. You, we don't know. Like, they're like, people always say you can't read this guy's mind. You don't know what he's thinking. should be playing poker. So, when he goes to Vegas, P, if I'm his uncle here, and or is someone not his uncle, I'm going to say, Kawhi, you better smile more than you've ever smiled in your life, bro. For, like, when you're in Vegas, because... You know, right now the rep is you're difficult and you're hurt, so you better show up and you know, you know. I'd have a couple of like uh, coincidental gifts that just happen to get picked up, or you dunking like and stuff. You know, release a couple of dunks on video, and you're all smiles with everyone, Pete. You know what I mean? I'm a good guy. I'm not. I'm not an asshole. I'm a good guy. That's the image that I think that's. I think that's what he's doing. I think he's going there just to rebuild his image a little bit, Pete.
6: Well, no, and I would echo those sentiments, and that's why it's so surprising that he's taking such a hard stand against the San Antonio Spurs. He, you know, he's been so indifferent. He's just a guy that wants to come in, go to work, play ball, and, and play the right way and leave, sort of like what Tim Duncan used to do with the Spurs, and he was the next guy. His uncle gets involved, and now it's like it's it's a complete 180, right? He's, like, pissed off at the Spurs, wants to go play for the Lakers, I mean, this came from out of nowhere. Nobody thought this, so that's why everybody's so shocked. But I think right now, I mean, Kawhi, and I won't compare him to Isaiah Thomas, right, because they're different players, and, and Kawhi is obviously the better player, more complete. But, hey, don't get injured, because you might lose $220 million here, man.
2: Pete Annapolis, RDS Television, former Cisco, coach with a UMass Miniman, Thanks for the time, Pete. Always, guys. Take care. Game time, ascension Right, Heat and Rage Radio continues. Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
5: Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go.
2: I want to get to the DH stuff, but uh, something always comes up. We'll get to it. we got a poll question out there uh, on Twitter. Uh, looks like the DH could be uh, coming to the National League. Do you like it or hate no. it? We'll American, get to that.
1: American League. Right?
2: No, the DH coming to
1: the oh, National, the National League. League. Sorry, what am I talking about? They, should, they shouldn't
2: have a DH.
1: Either side. Yeah, th- thanks, Ken.
2: <laughs> hey, shut up, Keith Urban. Come on. There we go. I like Keith Irby, talented, but not now. Yeah, 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 not, 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 S- now settle, we're talking. Settle down, Keith. What's your take on in the D.H.? D- settle down, Cam, too.
1: What's your take on the D.H.? I said we'll get to it. Oh, okay. I prefer National League Baseball myself. I like when the pitcher hits. I know you got to put down the bunt.
2: Yeah, we'll get, we'll get to that after. <laughs> okay. Thanks for jumping in, though. No problem. You made me lose my train of thought.
1: Oh, you're yeah, talking about fantasy football. We had Keith. We yeah, yeah. Thurman third pop in here. I don't know
2: what's going on with that, but you're yeah. like
1: talking about the National League and the American League. I was aware. Right. I said the the. Yeah, DH no, no, I, 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 know. Yeah, I, know. I know. I got all like, yeah, I I got spun around there, but continue with right, the, you the seem to be after the pro round on a daily basis. Oh, I'm, just, I'm just sweating, Mike. It's just like I'm just so hot, man. I don't know what's going on. Just let me
2: handle the intro.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> just let me handle the intro here. Guy Cam coming to the American League. It's like, nah, the American no. League's had the DNA I know, since I know, I know right? that. I know that. I was just saying, yeah, I wish I wish it was hit. Uh, pitcher was hitting both leagues. Got any more Jamie Moyer answers? Nah, I don't got see. any Jamie Moyer. <laughs> he did lose a lot, though. I wanted, I <laughs> want to play trivia. I want to see trivia. Sonny Vega versus Cam Stewart. Nice. That'd be epic. No, that'd
1: be great. If you, nope. Are
2: you out there, Sonny? Maybe we'll do it today. Actually, let's just go right now instead of wanting to do it. Let's just do it. <laughs> instead of wanting to do it, we're just uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna do it. If you're out there, Sonny, we'll go head to head. We'll throw the baseball questions that we had uh, in the contest. Oh the...
1: God, really?
2: <laughs> They're
1: tough. Very tough. Very difficult.
2: Yeah,
1: it's the uh, it's the bracket.
2: Sunny Vega versus Clam oh, okay. Chowder versus Cam Stewart. I
1: thought we were going to do like football with school you went to and stuff like that. Those those are fun games. I like those.
2: We could we can mix it up a little okay, bit.
1: Okay, good, good, good.
2: Yeah, you're pretty you're pretty good at that. Yeah, I'll I'll give you that one. You're you're pretty good at that. Um, so as I was saying, <laughs> before Cam jumped in and started talking about DHs in the in, in the. Uh, in the, uh, nah, uh, yeah, yeah going, nah. going back and forth the, yes, here. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, so we just heard the promo of uh, Carton and uh, and Corey Parson yeah. uh, getting pretty heated. The exec. And we heard uh, we heard Jake Seeley getting pretty heated in another promo. And uh, yeah. fantasy football seasons around the corner. Camp tensions are already starting to rise, man. We're still two months away from kickoff. These guys sound like they're going to punch each other in the
1: face. Great point, Marenzi. I know it's the dog days of summer, but those promos are getting nastier and nastier. I got to tell you, too. <laughs> no, they're, no, those guys, Parsons were fired up. I used to think,
2: I, you know, before I thought it was maybe the King, Scott Engel, or maybe it was Encada or Cardano, etc., that were just sort of roughing Corey up. But I'm starting to see Corey sort of gets, uh, Corey doesn't, you know. Because I think the best promo ever on this station is when Scott Engel says Corey Parsons can't even name the four Beatles, and Corey Parsons says, "How about I name my fist in your face?" <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Did it catch the fantasy sports radio? Yeah. Yeah, no, it was a great the way, promo. Yeah. Great the way he promo. He
2: said, the way <laughs> "How about I put my fist in <laughs> your face <laughs> today?" I know it was awesome. He yeah, sounded angry today. Yeah, today uh, Parson <laughs> and Carton are going at it in the morning here. <laughs> yeah. So, basically, the argument was, and I got I got sucked into this thing. You know, I was up all night betting on yeah. international soccer and so stuff. They and gave you a call? My email's going crazy, my <laughs> phone, and, uh, yeah, yeah, man, it's Cannon it's and Carton and the boys, and they're like, listen, we need you to come on and, and get in on this. Except I really didn't know, like, that you guys were in a, in a big, big argument about it. And I must have come in and really pissed Parson off, because I came in and pretty much said the exact same thing as Carton. <laughs> so... So, basically, if you hear, Craig Carton says he can play in a fantasy football league with Corey Parson and other fantasy um, employees. Yep. Like Seelys and whoever. And he's not scared. And he does not think that Parson or anyone else has a big advantage over him. Now, the league entry, though, is $1,000. Not cheap. Not cheap. Yes. So, I've been invited to participate in this league. And I jumped all over it stating, yes, I'm in because, and this has been my beef over the years as well with fantasy um, fantasy types. Man, you know, you give a ranking yep. and you're throwing names out there. There's no accountability. I'm doing videos with best bets. I'm giving lineups. Like, there's something that people can say, that, oh, yeah. that lineup sucked. Yeah,
1: Cam, your golf pick's blue.
2: Yeah, yeah right? Like, That's there, the there's an accountability in the gaming world. It's true. That there isn't in the fantasy world where a lot of people just sort of throw names out there. Remember that the guy i had
1: ranked here? But, yeah, I don't yeah, talk about the well, other Yeah, well, whatever. Guys, so, I
2: throw 15 yeah. names at you and four of them did well. And then the next day they write an article. Yesterday we told you that this baseball player would get 42 points. It's like, yeah, every day in my lineup I give you guys some great player. I don't boast about it because, unfortunately, I gave you six other shitty players. Right? So there's never any accountability in this stuff, I find. So I was like fine, let's do it. Let's put our money where our mouth is. So are, you're but, entering that league? Yeah, it's $1,000. I might need some help with uh, some investors here. Right. Yeah,
1: you you and Carton? Maybe you go 500 500. No, he's got his, he's got his own Oh, team. he's got his own team. <laughs> yeah. That's right. He's doing a morning show. He's doing all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got a, yeah. I might be an investor Gabe. I think yeah, we'll him, see, we'll, him we'll and see.
2: Chris Christie. Chris Christie is his partner maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you jumping in with me yeah, five, five well, yeah, well, we'll see if we can get maybe four guys on the team, 250 each. Uh, I can see you and me uh, disagreeing and arguing about the team.
1: Yeah, okay. I'm in my own leagues anyway, so that's fine. Don't you
2: already disagree and argue with people? No, really.
1: No, nah, I've actually toned down my fantasy stuff. I'm with you because a lot of guys in my league, it's the same thing. Like, ooh, every year I go to the finals, and he's bragging all the time about whatever one guy wants the league named after him because the trophy is Vince McMarty, oh, he's the commissioner. <laughs>
2: yeah. You know? It's crazy. I remember last year, or last year, Buddy was basically threatening you because of wire waiver moves that you made. Yeah, no, no,
1: because I didn't make a move. Yeah, he's and he like, goes, are spend you, the are, money. Are you freaking kidding me? You just started? Yeah, <laughs> no, like, he goes, actually, we were leading for a while, and I didn't want to, because in our league, the waiver wire costed money. And he paid for my team because I didn't have the money. So I I didn't get in the uh, the waiver wire, guys. And he goes, You idiot. Like, don't be so cheap. Get in there. And go. I don't care what the money is. It was too late on the claims. And uh, we had a big talk about it last night. He's like, You fucking going with your team. I don't care. You go and make those waiver moves. I don't care how much money it costs. 200 bucks, 300 bucks. You got to get the guys. He was pissed. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think I could deal with it. Yeah. I, I
2: don't think I could deal with it. It's a
1: high stress league. Um,. You know, I think out
2: of all the sports, yet everybody thinks this. And this is why guys like Parson and stuff, they want to take advantage of people like us. Because we all think that we're so good at fantasy football. Like, there's not a hope in hell. Like, if, if, um, like, you know, Big Al, who's on before us, or Modica, or yeah. Jude Dinkmeyer, no. said, hey, Gabe. You want to get in a $1,000 baseball league? No,
1: those guys would flee I'd be son. like, I'd be no. like
2: no, 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 no. There's no, no. no way in hell. We might
1: as well just give you the check. Yeah. yeah. So I'd be like, no, I don't, like, no. you know. <laughs> like, it's a great point. The baseball league the baseball like, compared to the football Like, league? I don't think
2: I could do it. I'd be like, no, I'm not going to beat you guys. I know I won't beat you. I like, agree you with you 100%. I
1: mean? I'm not going up against those. They won million-dollar contests.
2: Basketball, I'm stubborn. I think I can beat them, but I won't. <laughs> so, but football, you know. Don't you think, football, you've got the best puncher's chance going into this? I think uh, when you talk about Look, you're about a the, genius. Yeah. You took you Josh I,
1: McCown last year. I, I did. And I won <laughs> that league for 30. I won 30 grand a couple times. I'm not going to say I'm the best fantasy football player. The it's best. A, it's to do with luck. It, it's all about luck. It's all the about best. anything. That, a guy that you pick up late or whatever. Like, you could be good. You could be a good ranker. You could get all these guys. But in the, the bottom line is you just hope your players don't get hurt. And you talk about the same thing with
2: all right, basketball. Sun- Sunny
1: Vegas accepted the challenge. Okay. Sounds good. Sunny Vegas accepted
2: the challenge. So uh, we're going head-to-head at 620 today. Oh, boy. 620 today. Sounds good. After the lineups. That's right. we get down to business. Six o'clock some DFS talk. That's always I'll,
1: I'll, like, you gotta say what you want about me. I'm going out there. I don't care if I get embarrassed or killed. I'm 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 gonna put it on the line.
2: Well, you know what? We'll um listen. If we do the baseball stuff, it's gonna go nowhere. <laughs> that's a good point. It's gonna go nowhere. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be a cross between Jorge Posada and Jamie Moyer, Moyer. answers yeah, all day that's, long. That's
1: yeah, that's tough.
2: I'm gonna ask Cam. Who's the first African-American player to play in the American League? Jackie Robinson was the first in the... Uh, National? Yeah, who was the first? Cam's going to say uh, Jamie Moyer.
1: That's a tough question. Yeah,
2: I'm going to ask Sonny. Who's the all-time leading uh, hit-getter for uh, Asian-born players? Or a Posada.
1: <laughs> I like that question. Ichiro.
2: Actually, the other answer is Larry Dolby. Just Larry quick. Dolby. Yeah. Oh, good one. Larry Dolby, Cleveland. Did you Media. did you really
1: know that? That's good. Well, you see me looking anything up here? No, I don't. But I'm just saying, maybe you remember the answers from the from the questions. I didn't. I don't have. That wasn't a yet.
2: question in the. Uh... It wasn't in the trivia. No. I oh. see. That's just something I would expect that I think people would know. <laughs> like, I guess I guess it's a random thing. I mean, just you know, Larry Dolby, man, the guy. Uh, You think, like, people, you think fans in the American League were any less racist?
1: Yeah, that's that's a good
2: point you bring up. Jackie Robinson. Yeah, but this guy has to deal with it, too. And I know, listen, I love Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson, you know, deserves a ton of credit, but it's like, it well, brings up Larry Doby. It's like Larry Doby is the first black guy in the American. Oh, well, you bring up you a really know, good man, point. He, it's went, always, when he went through the exact same yeah, crap. When there's always something there's like no that, movie. there's one guy. Yeah, exactly. there's no movie
1: about Larry Doby. The Larry Doby story. Don't haven't you seen don't, it. You never even heard of Larry no, Doby. I know. <laughs> that's the thing, and that's and actually, when you tell it to me, I'm almost embarrassed because you bring up a good point. It's one guy that gets the accolades, and obviously, it's cra- It's the stuff he had to deal with was insane. But the fact that another person did it too, and you don't even hear about him. That's just life, though.
2: Somebody tried to uh, the other night. Somebody threw a trivia. We're talking about the trivia. Yeah. Somebody's like Gomerunsi, hey, who was the uh, the MVP in 1969 in the the uh, in the NBA. And I just told the guy Jerry West next. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Wow, man! Oh, this uh, guy! Oh, I, I want to stump you." <laughs> I'm g- I know I know a lot, but I'm not good with years. Years That's probably. where I would stumble, Ken. Yeah. Like if I was, if I was on a real sports trivia show, like if you asked me something, I'd be like, oh yeah, 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 that dude, and yeah, Mexico City, and I'd be like, what year? I'd yeah. be like, oh, years kind know, of blend I, into I'd each be other. Like, I don't know, man, sixty six or no, you do sixty. Like I'm not
1: great with years. It's kind of tough in some seasons between eighty two and, and eighty three, and you know the way they do like, right, it, right? it goes into the new year. That's I don't why. Know.
2: I don't know who won the 2014 Super Bowl.
1: I don't know. Do you? 2014? Yeah, I have no idea. It Denver? It seems like a couple of years ago. 2000. Was that the Carolina Super Bowl? I'm trying to think. Yeah, no, I'm not yet yeah, with the years. I just know the teams <laughs> that okay. won them. Exactly. Yeah, I you're a good
2: point. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's a pretty simple
1: question. Kata.
2: Yes. You're right. Years are tough. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'd be like, <laughs> I'm thinking 2014. I'd have to go back in time. I'd be thinking, wow, well, all right, the last Super Bowl was that one. And then it was that one before that. And then it was that one. Like, yeah, I don't exactly. Know. <laughs> like, what year did uh, What year did Scott Norwood miss the kick against the New York Giants? Hmm.
1: That's tough. I was young. I was really young back then. that young, hmm. We're that young. I remember I got kicked out of a hockey game for fighting that, so I could watch oh, that the day? Super Bowl. Yeah, the
2: Giants. Built we actually it. had a
1: we had a hockey game during that, and I watched it in so the skate where you played hockey. Nineteen ninety one. No, yeah, I was going to say like 92, 93. was, was three. Nineteen ninety one. Ninety one. Yeah, but yeah, that's the sixteen because I got kicked out of the game and I watched it in the skate sharpening guys. And you had a black and white TV. Craziness.
2: Well, that's funny. When you were getting uh, you were getting kicked out of a hockey game, I was in Hollywood, California. Smashing a, uh, smashing a parking meter with a baseball bat after the game. <laughs> I took a baseball bat. Just smash. Like after Norwood missed the kick, oh. I got up, and there was a baseball bat there, and I was about to smash the TV. And my roommate said, that's not your TV. It's just I was about and to I hit it. <laughs> and I looked around, but I lived in, like, this dumpy little like place. There was nothing. It was so small and stuff. I was like, ah! I grabbed the bat, and I went outside, and uh, I was, like, right off of Hollywood Boulevard, man. It was pretty crazy, actually. I smashed, like, a parking meter with a bat because it was right there, so I smashed Did money come out? No, but I knocked it over type thing. Yeah, I knocked it over, and then um, I started smashing, like, this other sort of box thing, And some of the debris hit a taxi cab. Oh, oh, yeah, it flew? And the guy got out with with a taser. Oh, my God. With a stun gun. (laughs) Oh, my God. I had a standoff. I had a baseball bat. bat He had a taser. He had a a stun gun. The
1: taser is he can get you from distance. No, no,
2: no. So, no, it was so, um, it was, um. Stun gun. He had to be in close. Oh, okay. He couldn't shoot from far, thank Not God. like now. Oh, yeah, now got, you can go zing Oh, no, yeah. You zing he he would got me. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> a, I, that's actually. No, no. He had to get in yeah. close. So he got out. He was really pissed off. He was all crazy. And I hit the baseball bat. I told him, dude, I'm not in a freaking mood right now, man. I said, your car is fine. Get back in the car. And I hit the baseball bat. He had, the, he had, the, uh, he had his things. He was in his hand. He was like, I get you. I get you. I was like, you ain't getting me. And I had the baseball bat. And a buddy of mine came out, this crazy dude I knew from Houston that lived there. He came out. He's like, is there a problem? The taxi driver, like, took (laughs) off. I'll never forget that little explosion after that Super Bowl.
1: The Bills always give you uh, grief, grief, rage, and uh, regrets. They've
2: caused me a lot of pain over the years. They sure have. The bills are like a woman that just keeps letting you down, yeah. but you just think it's going to be different. Yeah, you bring it back with her, and no, it's the same, sort of like the same you know, shit. you think yep. maybe one week you'll get laid, you know what I mean? No. But she keeps playing you. But you're like, you know what? I'll take her out again next Sunday yeah. again. You know, one last time, yeah, one more wine and dine, one more. Which, I'm,
1: it's gonna, it's gonna pay off. One, one more Sunday.
2: Better off going to Dairy Queen and getting a subway. You're right. <laughs> Good
1: point. Go to the Golden Corral. Take her to the Golden Corral, at least. It's cheap. It's
2: not fast food. It's fan food.
1: What does that mean? What? It's not fast food. It's fan food? Fantastic food? Is yeah. It short I, for fantastic? I don't think it's supposed to mean like you're a sports fan. You eat no, a Dairy Queen. I, I think fa- it's fa- fan it's food. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's fan. not, fa- it's not fa- fast food. It's fan food. It, yeah. yeah it could fantastic. Be, yeah. Probably. But it has multiple purposes. Dairy Queen is good. Oh, the Dairy Queen, their chicken tenders are. Uh, they the problem with Dairy Queen is there's just not enough of them. Sample size, yeah, you're right, portions too small. Like, you know
2: what I mean? Like I don't and anytime I go into a dairy queen, it's like ice cream only. It's like, no, no, you have to go to that one, then yeah. we don't have the the, the kitchen here. A
1: great point. It's great portions are all different.
2: Even in Vegas there was a dairy queen, but it was it was in an awkward spot. I never went there. Same with Sonic.